Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with Big Gun Matt Murray. Hello. Sean Bell. <laughs> Hello. And he's back on the podcast. It's James Farley. Hello, David. <laughs> or should we say bonjour, James? <laughs> steady on that. James, on. Uh, you're giving away where you've moved to. I'm not. I'm you not saying anything. You clearly moved to Buckingham Palace. Jesus, <sighs> where where are you? Well, look, it's okay. I knew this was going to be a problem um, because it is a bit echoey, isn't it? Which well, is a bit when a I bought a 14th century <laughs> chateau, I thought this is going to be a problem for the podcast. <laughs> Can I just say it's it's technically technically reverb, not echo, but carry on. Okay. Oh, shut up. Well, there's, there's, there's reverb Square. going all over the walls at the moment. Yes. Is the problem? Jesus. <laughs> Did, was this like what it was like when you were doing your thing at uni, Sean? Yep. Was it a little bit like this? There's <laughs> reverb going all over the walls yep. at the moment. I actually I'll wrote my dissertation on uh, reverb going all over the walls. Yeah. And this podcast is probably getting called uh, Reverb on the Walls. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it all works out at the end, doesn't it? James, Why you know all that flat pack furniture you bought? Yeah. You should have built that, mate. It would have soaked up some of that, uh, th- that reverb. Well, I've built yeah. some of it. It's just that I've had to do it in stages because you know i think there was beds and stuff were more important than where i'm doing the podcast from so you say that but you built the sofa first i know i wanted to sit down i was knackered no no no, david no he set up his consoles first that's true actually he certainly did um uh what was it you after you sent us photos of your children sleeping on a sleeping bag on a wooden floor you then sent us your internet connection and how much better it was (laughs) i was so excited honestly i was so excited when i saw them it was brilliant james how was the move how are you doing how are you holding up it's all right it's tiring but it's all right we're getting through it. It's it's just you know the trick is to is to like you know get everything into perspective and not go mad. It's um it's going fine so far. What do you mean? What does that mean? Well, no, because there's a lot of things to do. Because obviously I've moved to like another country, um, and it's like oh, there's yeah. lots of paperwork to deal with, and it's just a bit of a nightmare. And now the echoing is really really bothering me because uh, sorry yeah, the reverb the reverberation. Thank you. The reverberation is really bothering me. <laughs> It's really bothering you. You wait until next week's feedback, mate. I mean, it's going to be quite intense. What are you going to do? You're going to um, you're going to get some egg cups. Yeah, them on the wall. Are you ready for next thing? Oh, you could have got one of those. You seen one of those stand up studios that you can get where you zip it up around your head? (laughs) They look horrific, (laughs) don't they? Or or James, (laughs) James, just put a duvet. Just put a duvet cover over your head now and create a mini studio. Yeah, put a duvet cover over your head. Be too hot. I'm not doing that. Oh, James, you've got to put some effort into the art. You didn't, you've not been here for two weeks. Come on, you've got to put the effort in. I'm not doing that. Okay. Too much. Um, <laughs> right, well, we'll start the show by announcing our Patreon producers for this month. They are the Full Nels Crew Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Tom S., Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabby Pereira, Graham Mackay. Rocketman76, My Dog Skip, Rex Reese, Jonathan Edwards, and Happy Birthday, Sam. Love from Neil, aka. What was that? Bitch and Sink. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> okay, fine. But, but happy birthday, Sam. Yeah. Someone has gone full Nelse to wish you a happy birthday. I think that's how it works, isn't it? It's not. The full Nelse membership isn't a gift. 
that person no, has the, gone full Nelf. Yeah, because the email to say address. Happy birthday. Not to you know, not to dox him or anything, but the email address had had the name Neil in it. So I don't think <laughs> so this hasn't been gifted. <laughs> I mean, is Neil going to pass on the benefits of being a full Nelf member? He does. Or is it just? I, yeah. I don't think that's legal. But no, uh, I will be calling <laughs> the police, Neil. So and we know we know where your account's been. We can check up. We can't. But we, I will check IP addresses. Do not, Neil. If I find out you've sent Sam any of the podcasts, I'll be livid. It, 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 listen, well, no, he can if he doesn't listen to him himself, right? That that works. Oh well, yeah, yeah, one listen only. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we need to look at it as a system. If like you those do old listen, Nintendo yeah. DS demos that you could get that were like we need, maximum. <laughs> we need to get Matt, yeah. Matt. You need to get sorted on some DRM for this stuff. It's I'm important. tempted now. It's true. I mean, thank you, thank you, Neil, for uh, bringing it to our attention. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking. Do you think Neil? Act- There's a good chance that Neil doesn't actually listen to the show, right? It's probably just like, oh, my mate Sam keeps banging on about this fucking podcast. <laughs> so yeah, I thought it'd be nice yeah. if I give him a shout out. <laughs> Instantly regretting it. Also, <laughs> I had this thought today, right? Yeah. Say it's Sam's birthday when this show comes out, yeah. which is what Happy the, birthday, the Sam. eighth. The 8th of yep, September. Yep, 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 Firstly, yep. happy birthday. But you've got a month of us wishing you happy birthday. Like, by the time the end of the month is up, you're going to be like, yeah, but, that was ages <laughs> but ago. But even worse, what if his birthday's at the end of the month and he's already had four weeks of us wishing him an happy birthday? He's <laughs> fucking sick of it by the time his actual oh, no, birthday no, rolls around. Right. That's a proper build-up, that. That's that's good. We can build up to his birthday. Um, Sam, get in touch. Let me know what your bir- when your birthday is. I also feel terribly sorry for Jonathan Edwards here because um, another new full Nels member and we've barely spoken like we've banged on about <laughs> Sam's birthday for too long so um, well, it's kind no, of Jonathan's, it's kind Jonathan's love... fault I mean have a birthday and, and <laughs> yeah, what can we true. do yeah, exactly um, but no everyone that supports us at the full Nels tier we are forever uh, grateful um, you're keeping the show alive and uh, anyone that supports us on Patreon if you would like to join the team that is keeping this show afloat then please go to patreon.com forward slash tcgs and look at the various different tiers see what you like see what's on offer and sign up we really do appreciate it and few more yeah and we can all live in a big palace can't we <laughs> eh? not just james <laughs> not <laughs> we can all get that get that palace life it's reverse it's not a palace <laughs> <laughs> um james you've not been on a show for two weeks now you must have so many notes uh, let's hear them. What did you think? What's See, that's feedback? the thing. I, I really, I, I listened to both shows, and I really, I, Matt, I don't know what your problem is with Sarah. I thought she was great. I don't know. What <laughs> well, she was, well yeah. you have yeah. feedback. I've got a feeling Matt has been using our contact form. But go on, let's, <laughs> let's go. Don't need to. But no, it, it, honestly, I haven't really got any notes this time round because I've been super busy, and I just enjoyed listening to the show. It was great. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, okay. I mean, I was disappointed. I was a bit disappointed that you didn't talk about the the China story last week. But apart from that, you know, it was. was Oh wow! What was the China story? Yeah, the one about the restrictions on children being able to play video games. Well, we wanted to save it, didn't we? I did. I did not hear about this. What are we going to say about that, James? We don't know, do we? We're going to say it's a pity James isn't here. We guess we'll talk Uh, about it next week. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about it this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. You didn't take any notes, did you? I, I mean, you know, can say, was, "Oh, come I really on, I've been moving it. house, and it's been awful, and it's it's been very intense, like the last couple of weeks." 
And I've got a reverb now going on, which is making me feel really, really <laughs> self-conscious. And it's just... Uh, for the listeners at home, every time James goes out of his way to say reverb, I want you to imagine me just giving him a thumbs up and a wink. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, James, maybe if you did only, like, say, five internet speed tests a day rather than 25, you could have fit some notes in, I think. You could have tapped them up. You know it's what I true. Mean? I, you know, I, was doing them, I was doing it in every room of the place. Honestly, like, every, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, I mean, like, moving is romantic. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that? Oh, we're going to christen every room. Oh, really, James? Yeah, by going on to the speed test and checking the, the, checking the download <laughs> wow, speeds. Wow, it's Come so on. big. Seriously, <laughs> it, it, blew, it blew my mind, honestly. Like, I was downloading stuff from the internet. It was just oh, amazing. Okay, stuff, oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't need to what, know what, what the... Uh, what stuff there, James? What we, were you downloading from the internet? Up, updates and that, you know. It's, oh, it's oh yeah, oh, the updates. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Update. Don't, worry, don't, don't worry about our uh, data, data cap. I've spent it all on updates. Yeah. Right, should we Update. get to feedback from the listeners? They all loved it last week, did they, Matt? <laughs> well, funny you should say that, actually. I mean, again, I'm just a messenger. Just want to say that. Uh, Mr. Anti-Hooker. Now, Anti-Hooker. Um, no, and Hooker, as in... Yeah, I know that, but I'm reading it like, well, this is... Sean, yeah, yeah. can I give you a bit of advice? Yeah. Next time, just let him hang on it. <laughs> just let him hang on it for just a good 12 seconds because okay. it'll break his brain. Okay. <laughs> good. So it's written anti-H-O-O-K-A-H. Yeah. Hooker. No, no, whatever. Hooker. Do you know what a hooker is? No. It's. I mean, Dave, you're probably more equipped to explain than I am. I have no idea either, Sean. You're looking at the wrong man here. It's um. It's like a shisha pipe. Do you, know, oh, do you right. know what shisha pipe is? I know what shisha pipe is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like one of those then, Matt. Oh, okay, cool. Well, Let's go. Yeah. Uh, love the pod, guys, but please, would we be able to avoid taking hits on your electronic vape sticks when recording? That sound to others can be like nails down a chalkboard. I typically listen when walking the dog using earbuds, so the inhale noise sounds like a tiny, wheezy Darth Vader deep into my <laughs> ear, which had me wincing. Please and thanks, y'all. Uh, we've got a few of these, so I'll just... Uh, Alicia Keys, I mean, thank you for listening, Alicia. A feedback, who was doing those fat vape rips throughout the podcast last week? My money is on Sarah. Okay. Um, sin- uh, hang on. Senor Patula. What a wonderful okay. phrase. No. Uh, four marks <laughs> to Matt Murray on the editing of last week's podcast. Do you know, I'm loving this. Just the suspicion. Because <laughs> the one that I don't suspect is the one they're like, I have a big one. Well, that's fine. That's where we move on. Um, yeah, four I marks. Dover. Eileen Dover. I'll say it again. Full marks to Matt Murray on the editing of last week's podcast. I particularly admire the sound quality he managed to get on the sound of Dave vaping. Bonus points to Dave for apparently managing to vape while he himself <laughs> was speaking. Please let us know which office he was using to vape while speaking. Uh, yeah, we, we had. Um, we did have some feedback uh, clearly, as you've just heard, um, and in the Discord about the vape. Um, I mean, it's it's uh, it is upsetting. I mean, yeah, I I looked at the uh, I looked at the audio, and I mean, it doesn't it doesn't give me any pleasure at all to to say it was uh, it it was Sarah who who was doing the vaping. Um, I, I mean, mean I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. I'm almost certain that Matt has put these in. Like, I'm <laughs> almost <purpose>. certain. <laughs> yeah, I reckon he's pushed these through. Uh, I and he, he, we need to find. Them. We need to isolate the noises in the in last week's episode, and then we need to cross-reference it with like a free sound library 
vape rips. No, to do that, Sean, Sean. He knows what a who car is. He knows what that is. And and he's just, oh, what is it? What is it? Well, you know what it is, Matt, because you sent that message in. <laughs> no one complained. No one cared. It's, true, it's just Matt trying to. He loves Alicia on. Keys as well. So we know. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's, she's one, of, of, uh, one of the greatest artists of the 20th uh, of, of and 21st century or whatever the. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I would get it. It is sad that, you know, Sarah probably won't be on again uh, because of this. I mean, just you don't. You don't. You do not go on to one of Britain's best podcasts and then do a, a massive vape. You, it's just. I mean, it's. it's it, I, it, it, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry for listeners. <laughs> I'm sorry to listeners. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, you know, Sarah had some fans, but uh, it's just. You know, you, you you can't do it, can you? I'm not at this level. I mean, yeah, but at leagues. the same time, at the same time, you can't make a decision like that. <laughs> I mean, you're in terms I, I, of. I haven't. No. I think the list, the listeners have. It's fine. I'm just um, I'm just a mouthpiece for the listeners in this regard. So no, are you? We 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 get the message, everyone, loud and clear. I will. Uh, I'll make. You know, make sure she will not be on this podcast again. Not as far. Not, uh, okay, not as long as well, I live. Talk about that offer. We, I will say that will say, <laughs> not as long as you live, really. You're going you're gonna to devote your life to making sure this doesn't happen again. Are you really that? Just because she mugged you off the first time she come on, like proper mugged you off, and then again to the point where I thought my head was going to burst last week when she was talking about your socials bit. <laughs> are you really that bitter about it, Matt? No, I'm not Is bitter. I'm, d- I'm just trying to ensure we have a high-quality podcast and when someone's ripping, <laughs> a va- it's really this hard to say ripping a vape. But... Right now, it sounds like he's in a fucking cave. Come on, it's not my fault. <laughs> I didn't know that this was going to happen, did I? It's not my fault. You didn't know we were recording tonight, James? No. I knew we were recording. We, tonight. You didn't know I we were recording. It was going to be as bad as this, did I? I'm not. <laughs> two weeks to two weeks to prepare. Oh, is it? Is it particularly bad? The reverb tonight. Is that the problem? It's the I'll tell you what. It's, it's better if anything. That... It was. It was worse a couple of days ago when there was literally nothing you know, in the window. That help? You knew this was an issue. No, I didn't know it was going to be this this much of an issue. I, I thought. I mean, it's probably also the way I'm sitting. I think isn't helping. All oh, right. Well, maybe, maybe uncross your legs. <laughs> that, no, let's let's do it before and after. Come on, James. Well, okay. What, what, sure. what do you mean? Are you sitting one side of the room and the microphones on the complete opposite side? Is that is? is yeah, that you're in the garden, okay. shouting for a sure, window. I trust you with this because yeah. you know about reverbs and echoes and stuff, right? Thank you. Yes. If you were going to like sit somewhere, yeah. would it, right in the middle of the room probably be the worst place? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That's that's probably not helping. Hey, just things. to check, is the microphone pointing the right way? It is, yeah. It's okay, right next to me. Yeah. Just, yeah. No, no, James, can you see the microphone? I can't, Matt. No, I'm sorry. <coughs> no need to call me that. Okay, uh, all right. One more, one more <laughs> dig at you here, James. Sorry, I mean, one more dig. You knew we were recording tonight, right? I said it massively helps if you put it on a boom arm and it holds the microphone right up to your face. You could turn the gain down. It will get rid of, you know, a lot of, not all of it, but some of the reverb in the background. And you said my boom arm's still packed. It is, yeah. Why didn't you unpack it? Because it's right at the bottom of all the other boxes. I mean, boxes James, are movable. James, is every you can, one of you your can boxes in boxes? one massive like pile? <laughs> up to, is it into the sky? It's just one massive. No, it's insane. Boxes. Seriously, and I felt really bad for the like because okay, I don't want to get into this. This is ridiculous. No, go on. No, because I've got books. Obviously, like quite a lot oh, of I books. Show off. No, because of the work stuff. <laughs> he reads and, one a week, man. Yeah. Oh, I read. <laughs> Good. But they're very, very heavy, and like you know, getting those, I, mean, I live on the fourth floor. Getting those up the stairs was not fun at all. 
okay, fine. What's that got to do with taking your boom arm out of <laughs> yeah. one of the boxes? It's underneath all the books, and I don't want to move the books because I hurt my back Wait, earlier. What? What? You packed your boom arm at the bottom of a box and then put books all over the <laughs> no, top no, of it? No, it's done at the... the- Boxes with the books in are on top of one of the boxes that's got the boom arm in it. I mean, move the box. What are you talking it's about? Really this is heavy. Have you heard of Kindle, but James? Hasn't it? Wait. Surely a box full of books is heavier than whatever you've got in that box with the boom arm in. Yeah, but there's other so stuff as well. surely it's just crushed now. No, no, no it's, there's other stuff as well. It's fine. There's a key. No, there's other stuff in with the, with the boom arm, Dave, like eggs and glass. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's an electronic keyboard there. Like, so that's all right. What? There's a keyboard. A, a bigger pardon? Yeah, a music, what, music, like a musical keyboard. Like a musical keyboard. Cassio yeah. tone. Like, you're playing that next week. No, 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 I don't play. It's not me. It's Chen. She plays. I don't, play. I don't care. Me. You're playing it. You're going to look right. To make up for your audio from this week, you're going to learn a song this week and play it on next week's podcast. You should play That's the theme. You should play this, this the regular show oh, theme. But... please. Come on. <laughs> you could replace the regular show theme with you attempting to try and play it. How long, how long, do, you, how long do you reckon you could learn that in? I don't know. I mean, I could probably, I could give it a go. Maybe it's maybe possible. I mean, to, what, like, what, to, be, to be absolutely clear, it doesn't have to be good, right? Because it's oh, funnier it's if it's not. Show. Come on, <laughs> it's got it's, shitty flu. No, isn't I, it? Could you imagine if it's brilliant? I actually want him to be good at this. What, <laughs> no, what, what, how long do you? Re- how long should we give you to do this? I'd need a couple of weeks, probably. I mean, I've got to, I've got to two unpack weeks. it first. I mean, that's right. That's okay, the problem. two two weeks. Yeah, cool. Those books ain't moving on their own, are they? <laughs> do, Two weeks. You've got two weeks to try and learn and play our theme tune on that Casio keyboard, yeah? Can I do it with, like, one finger? What are you talking about? You could use as many fingers as you want. You could use one. I'm not going to... We're not going to check. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> um, James, I'm afraid you've failed the task because you only used one of your fingers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah distinctly you one finger You can use one finger, but you've also got to use your penis for the last note. I'm not doing what about that. that. I'm not doing that. Okay, that's a shame. Well, I tried, I tried. <laughs> okay, two weeks. <laughs> oh, James, there's the opportunity for the a fucking great joke where you just play the entire theme and then it's just a ding at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. To make up for the terrible audio this week, we'll stop going on about it on this show. We won't mention it again next show. And uh, seriously, if you're about to email in about it and all of that and how bad the echo, the reverb is, then don't. <laughs> Let's let James have this week off. We're not going to dig him out because in two weeks' time, he's going to play the theme tune to this show on his Casio <laughs> keyboard. I mean, <laughs> you can't ask for better than that, can you? That's entertainment, people. That's yeah. entertainment. If, <laughs> I mean, is, is that going to delay getting the mic arm out of the box? If you focus no, it's, it's, it's in the same, same, box. same box, he it's just said it's box. in the same yeah. box, Matt. Mm. Okay, but each, I'm just concerned about you know heavy, how heavy it is and... Back. <laughs> okay, right. Look, we said we're not going to dig him out anymore. He's promised us this. He's a, he's got a free pass this week. All right, come on then. Let's go. Remember how this started feedback. out about us criticising Sarah's recording, and look how it's all <laughs> turned. To- <laughs> but funny how that happens oh, isn't it? every single time. It's yeah. just you know, yeah. come on then. Right, next yeah. bit of feedback. So, yeah, so yeah, so it's basically Sarah's never coming on this podcast ever again. Uh, Ian Gawler Collins feedback until, until until Matt dies. Just to be clear, well, yeah, until I die. <laughs> once <laughs> Matt's dead, yeah. there you go. 
Listeners, do with that information what you will. <laughs> oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? It's like, like not announced that we've got like a guest. And it's like, oh, yeah, so yeah. On, this, on the show this week, uh, Sarah's here. Oh, um, there's no Matt because he is dead. But, yeah. uh, Matt dead. Because obviously there's <laughs> no other way. <laughs> Sarah would be allowed to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ian okay. Gawler Collins, feedback about Psychonauts 2. Completely agree with the love shown about this great game. And I can't believe I finished it before you guys got to talk about it. It felt like a really short experience, but I've just checked my playtime and it appears that I managed to spend 32 hours in there. I just couldn't stop playing. Uh, I've been okay. making full use of Game Pass as I, at various points, played on PC, phone, tablet, and Xbox One S. All of them played really well, and uh, but the figments are a little bit tricky on the phone. I think I know the bits Sean talked about where seemingly si- a seeming side mission turned into a, dare I say, psychedelic visual feast, and I had exactly the same reaction. The variation between the levels was amazing, and the way you could see, you could, the way you could... Um, in, go inside an object. No, that is, an, in, that object. is an incomplete sentence. So <laughs> yeah, the way you could something inside an object and find yourself in a vast new area had me stepping in and out for minutes at a time just to see if I could spot a transition. Enough dribbling. I just spotted that the Psychonauts Rhombus of Ruin is £3.87 on the PlayStation Store, so I think I'll get one more use out of PSVR before I sell it on. P.S. There's no K in my surname, Matt. I think I might have mistyped it on last week, though. I suppose, so I could let you off. Yeah, I think <laughs> I probably no did call you in Gorkikon. <laughs> 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 they've, they've spelled your name M-A-T-T when trying to correct you. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was just, just trying to rise probably above it. Class houses, Ian. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks a bunch. Yeah, but someone made a point to me. That might not have been Ian's fault. That might. I think you made that point, didn't you, Sean? That it might be the, the sub-editor just going... Nah, there's another T in that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd love to know. We'll have to ask him. We'll have to ask him. I mean, whatever happens, what I, I demand a full and frank apology in the next uh, retro game. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Ian Lee wrote an incredible, uh, just a really nice article about us in um, in uh, the latest episode of Retro Gamer. So if you've got that magazine or you, you fancy picking it up, um, look for his column in there. It was lovely. But Matt was spelt with two Ts. And poor Matt, you've not had much luck with Retro Gamer, have you? Do you remember the time there was a photo of me, Andy Hamilton, and Barry um, and Big Boy Barry in a photo, and you could just see your shoulder where they cropped you out of yeah. it? <laughs> oh, I remember that. Bad. I remember that, and um, since that day, I've just you know been on a one-man crusade against Retro Gamer. Uh, is this why you've got the insecurity you. about your your arms, Matt? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> because that was all that? that was featured in Retro Gamer, and this is why you. Yeah, I mean, when just your arms are featured in yeah. one of one of what was apparently Britain's best retro magazines, I think it's an absolute part of wank. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of makes you think. Hang on, I need to get to the gym, but also. Yeah just destroy this magazine anywhere I can. So, you know, <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, yeah. We've got more. I mean, so just quickly on Psychonauts, and we'll, we'll, we're going to be talking about that later, but while it's in my head, there's a bit in that game, you know, when we were talking about um, Ratchet and Clank and how good it was when you were going from dimension to dimension, mm. and it was like, whoa, this is because it's loading so fast it can do this stuff. Mm. Psychonauts 2 does that. It yeah. just does it in a different way, I assume. But it's it does incredible, exactly isn't it? That. Just loads it's, of yeah. loads of little sort of TARDIS moments, isn't there? Where you're just stepping, like you can see through a doorway. That there's like a whole other world on the other side. Yeah, and you can pan you the cat, and it's just yeah, yeah. But yeah, graphically, really you funny. can't really compare them. I mean, even though we said Psychonauts Two doesn't What's look lovely. What's that got to do with anything? Well, because it, it 
you know, th- th- there's a, it's like a, a Ratchet and Clank looks amazing. So there's going to be a lot more stuff right? to have to. But that's tra- not what we're talking about. We're talking about the fact that there was this big thing made about how great it is that you could load in other bits of level on the fly to create this changing dimension effect. Mm. But Ratchet, but, but but Psychonauts does exactly that. Yeah, but what I'm saying, if if the whole idea is yeah, it's so impressive because look how good these levels look, the, the detail and whatnot, and then and the, yeah, this yeah, that's a different, different thing, different, isn't it? Yeah. That's something completely different. We're talking about the technique of the mm-hmm. SSD being able to, to you know, go from dimension to dimension. And I thought, well, can't you do that anyway? I mean, what's the difference between that and what you do with Portal? Mm. Um, and all right, I suppose it is in the same play space. But then when you look at Psychonauts 2, it does exactly that, exactly the same thing. It does do that, but it's not doing it to the same level of fidelity, is it? So that's really what, what I'm means. thinking. The SSD is probably let's, doing it. It's loading in so let's move much on. all the detail. Let's move on. Let's move on. We've <laughs> <laughs> okay, got more Psychonauts two actually. Uh, Ryan Haman on your Psychonauts two discussion, the game's mental connections, creating or reversing behavioural changes in a person, like gambling compulsion, is actually a pretty helpful way to look at cognition. In therapeutic terms, unwanted behaviours are often the side effect of adaptive responses to a situation gone too far. For example, inability to form close relationships is often caused by previously adaptive need to protect yourself from unsupportive or unpredictable people close to you earlier in life. We learn behavioural patterns and continue playing out the familiar patterns even after they stop being useful or start becoming harmful. Part of the therapeutic work comes from giving people insight into where these behaviours come from, challenging the root assumptions that blossom into maladaptive personality traits. It's much more effective to unlock the self-awareness that uh, I behave this way because I associated such and such with danger, pleasure, security, etc. Rather than just telling a person don't do that anymore. Psychonauts mental connections do a great job of boiling down complex actions into simple root assumptions and showing how learned uh, connections can have unintended consequences in the complexity of human life oversimplification yes but a useful way to visualize a complex process uh, background my love for the first psychonauts inspired me to study clinical psychology in my graduate studies i have my master's in clinical psych Thank you, Ryan. That's cool. really interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. Thank you. Didn't understand a word of it. Uh, <laughs> I think basically Ryan, Ryan's like a good game in it. Yep. <laughs> My brain doesn't work at that level. When, whenever I hear someone talking like that so profoundly about something so complex, I'm sitting there thinking of that. You know that video with the seal turning around and around and it's going do 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 and I think of that video and I smile that's how my brain works (laughs) everyone's happy Uh, this is one I tried to have James back but I fucked it I'm sorry James I tried to have your back while you're off but I royally fucked it by typing the wrong timestamp down (laughs) when I messaged in last week about Sean digging you out again while you were off the show the actual Sean dig was 41 minutes 10 seconds episode 256 the moment's probably been and gone but I wanted to apologise to James for messing it up and I feel utterly embarrassed and ashamed of myself when listening to the show last week please don't throw me out of the official james farley fan club kind regards a james farley fan i mean i've got it lined up do you want to listen to it now let's go go remember second attempt so a dig towards james from sean on episode 266 anti-clever at the 41 minutes and 10 second mark here we go ready i mean if i go go full farley i'll just deny ever saying it 
Um, good point. <laughs> I, I, I... Okay, yeah, that was a pretty nasty dick there. Um, uh, James, any comments nasty? on that? Why, how's that nasty? We talk about that all if, the time. If I wanted to go full Farley, I would yeah. just deny ever saying. Yeah, James always does <laughs> yeah, that. Actually, not nasty. I meant funny. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. That is true. I do sometimes do that, but it's because I'm denying it from a certain point of view. That's what oh, it's all about. Sake. I didn't say it from a certain point of view. Is what are I you going mean. down the? Are you going down the Obi One uh, yeah, defense? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I could do yeah. this now. Listen to this. Yeah. I could do this. <laughs> I could do Star Wars things. What a world. What a world. <laughs> what a oh, I world. presume you're going oh. down the Obi-Wan route, are you, James? <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's me, boy. That's my new lease of life. I'm a Star Wars guy. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, let's go. Are we going to end with Simon Nelson? Um, who, Nelson. Yeah, just checking, yeah. Probably my probably the worst Full Nelson member there is, but uh, we'll, we'll go Whoa. on to the email. Um, uh, on the planet no, Simon Nelson hi everyone this is not yeah, right look, I'm especially paying customers I've never liked He's him not... let's move that I'll read the email <laughs> okay okay From the moment... <laughs> so Matt so far has attacked a full Nels member a publication and um, of one of the presenters of this show so <laughs> what's going on Matt are you alright uh, I'm just look, I'm just uh Let's read the message. Hi, everyone. Okay. I just wanted to give some feedback regarding Matt's description of his trip to Legoland as the way Matt described his trip <laughs> made me wonder whether we actually went at all. <laughs> oh, interesting. This is my problem, Simon. Can you go and get your Columbo outfit, please? <laughs> have you said, oh, it's probably packed under some yeah, fucking books, loves to, it? But Forget it. Loads of books. Forget it. <laughs> but the Columbo outfit is definitely still above the mic arm somehow. <laughs> Okay, Simon continues. Being an annual annual pass holder, I'm very familiar with the theme park and its rides, such as the Haunted House Monster Party. In the last podcast recording, Matt said you walk around a haunted house when, in fact, you don't walk around the house at all. After <laughs> queuing, you simply head up some stairs for a minute while Lego Dracula speaks to you, then you take a seat for the ride. He made it what? sound like a scary haunted house, and I worry that Sean in particular might avoid it when it's actually <laughs> a really harmless family fun. <laughs> Was the queue too long? And so he guessed from the outside what happened, like the end of a certain night in the woods. Did he even go in at all? At least that would explain why he didn't pay David a visit. So many questions. Abs- anyway, love you guys. Keep on the amazing work. P.S. Sorry, Matt. What's too out now, Simon? Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, so you didn't you didn't go to Wilco Big Blocks Land by mistake, did you? I, see, well, I, uh... I think he I think he went, but I think he does theme parks the same way he does video games. He just <laughs> well, he skips <laughs> most of it, blasts through them, uses a watch to when necessary. <laughs> no, no details remembered. Just you know, just crack on. Yeah, come I on, mean, let's um... go on the Wilco Blocks car ride. <laughs> it's all like all slightly off. Was it, yeah, was, it, was, it, was it Largo blocks. Land you went to? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same joke, just different. Yeah, just similar, but not as good. Uh, not, not, well, I mean, a, a real brand, actually, though. It's a, it's a China Largo right, brand. Still but, yeah. make it the reverb, cool. James. Um, <laughs> right, so it's called Haunted House <laughs> Monster <laughs> Party. So you answered your own question there, Simon. I mean, you go up some stairs, it looks like a haunted house, you know, it's like a haunted castle or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You know, it's all like, ooh, you know, you go into this like, room where it looks like a kind of haunted castle <laughs> Sorry, thing, <laughs> and then they explain what's happening. You go into the room, you have like the weird ride that makes you feel like going up and down the, the walls, even though you're not done. That to me is like, it's a haunted house monster party. That's what it's fucking called. 
Okay, that's fine. Anyway, so I have been. Right? Ask me anything you want about Legoland. I'll answer it. I've been. I've definitely been. I will. So. Go on. Do any of those fuckers <laughs> fly <laughs> the fucking wall and do a massive cum shot? Uh, they go, <laughs> in the haunted house monster party. Um, okay, yeah, I got that. <laughs> that would be inappropriate. That would. That is um, it for feedback, yeah. though. Uh, if you want to leave us feedback, you can go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs. What's that smell? What's that smell? Oh, the news goblin's back. <laughs> That's what that stinks <laughs> of. And what's that sound? Is that reverb? Yes, it is. <laughs> the news, news goblin, goblin, news goblin, is, news goblin. Is, is doing the news from a cave. James Farley. That's right. I'm going to try. I'm trying to get closer to the microphone. So does that sound any better? No. Uh, I don't know. No? Actually, I mean, you keep saying this like we'll be able to hear it, but you remember you're recording locally, so fuck knows what that's going to sound like. Oh, it's going to be amazing, Dave. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Anyway. Okay. Let's get on with the news. You don't listen to the show, so doing method. So anyway, uh, the first story I've got for this week is that Paradox, which is the developer of Crusader Kings, has also been accused of bullying and gender discrimination. So this is from a Swedish publication called uh, Break It, which was reported via gamesindustry.biz. And it reported that there was a union-led employee survey that was conducted in August that found that half of the 133 staff who participated had experienced mistreatment. So according to the survey, it showed that the problems were mainly about bullying and gender discrimination and were worse for women, with uh, 69% of women who responded said that they had experienced mistreatment and uh, it was 33% for men. Um, so the results of the survey were then presented to Paradox's HR manager and also then to the CEO, uh, Eber Lungrud, um, before the staff were told what had happened. But then on the same day, which was the 1st of September, they announced that she had, like, so Lungrud had stepped down as the CEO uh, due to differing views on the company's strategy going forward, um, with the former CEO, uh, Frederick Wester, became uh, in charge again. And, but then Wester said that there was nothing, the survey had nothing to do at all with uh, Lundgren's uh, exit, which is strange. Uh, but uh, Hard to believe, isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah, it's really, a bit odd. Really odd. Um, I mean, what does yeah. that mean? Leaving for because of directions that the company's got what? I, I mean, I, that yeah, because that's, that's strange enough in and of itself because, I mean, maybe I don't know enough about company culture and stuff, but if you're the CEO... Isn't it? Don't you dictate these things? You don't. Oh, I disagree with everyone. So I'm going now. Actually, yeah, really... I mean, not necessarily. I suppose it can. It can also. There could be a board of directors say, that yeah, yeah, have yeah, uh, higher votes, and um, yeah. there are of course investors and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. This is, all sounds very strange. Mm-hmm. So yeah, really Paradox is. then issued a statement to Eurogamer, uh, where they said that the results of the survey were not satisfactory. Um, do you want to hear the full quote with the reverb? Is that okay? Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. So I said, uh, we are aware of a survey undertaken inside the company on this topic and of the results, which are obviously not satisfactory. Uh, the management team wants to ensure this data is acted upon, but taking immediate direct action is legally difficult thanks to the informal nature of the survey and thanks to the results being shared just before we went underwent this CEO change, which has been fairly busy for us. We are currently working to reconcile the informal survey with our own internal research and are eager to take action. 
Paradox is now in the process of bringing in an external neutral firm to conduct a thorough audit of our processes and a comprehensive employee survey. This will help us to advance uh, our efforts towards all the subjects that we've worked to improve in recent years. Harassment and abuse will be paramount among those. But we'll also be examining subjects like unbiased hiring and compensation, ongoing bias awareness, inclusion and more. Okay, so that, to be fair, is not a bad statement. It's certainly they need better to than the it. yeah. It's better than the the usual sort of we we realize we need to do better stuff. Yeah, for like, sure. It f- um, sounds like sure. a somewhat of a plan now, but but it yeah. means nothing unless yeah. their their actions are being proven. So yeah. this story is ongoing, and hopefully, this is a company changing for the better, and hopefully, more companies change for the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the more of these these stories that get reported and get spoken about, the more other companies. Well, you know, start unions or the employees saying this isn't this isn't right. We've been living under this, you know, reign of terror or, or this horrible culture or horrible conditions for so long. And hopefully, the more stories we hear, the more that like, gives strength to people in in companies to think, you know, what? Well, no, let's, let's let's actually speak out about this. Well, this is it. Like, it, you would hope that there are a lot of companies now trying to preempt a story like this and be like, yeah, do you know what? Like you know, if you like, if you're a manager and even even you think, oh well, there's no problems here. How about fucking check? Yeah, don't just yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. assume and check. Well, I just and assume because most yeah, think, 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 oh, no, there's no problem. We're not as bad as that news story, or no. I think mm. you know, there's there's been some things, but nothing like that. That, that most of them are so blind to the facts and mm. and that the actions. Yeah, I know. But, taken over yeah, years, but Sean's they point still stands. Yeah, oh Double no, check. for sure. Yeah, hopefully yeah. there is a yeah. action um, of any sort. Anything being from Ubisoft yet? No, still uh, nothing. Still going no, silent no, we, on we've that got one? nothing there. No. Okay, all right. Well, uh, that's that's where my mind goes when this stuff all comes out. You know, um, Ubisoft, Ubisoft still not addressing that stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the next story is that this has been a really weird week for Sony in a bad way, um, in terms of how their PS4 to PS5 game upgrades are going to work. So. What happened, first of all, is that they had previously announced that Horizon uh, Forbidden West was going to get a free next-gen upgrade. So if you bought it, then yeah, you could just upgrade as you can on Xbox. Well, th- that's not, is that directly true? Did no, they no, specifically this... say that? Yes, they did. They, they said... Because I, I thought they specifically said all launch games would get a free upgrade, and that's why they thought they could change that rule for Forbidden West. Okay, because yeah. at the time, Forbidden West was a launch game, and now it is not. Yeah, I don't know if it was for all launch games, but yeah, it was definitely for Forbidden West, though. They'd said that they were going to do this, and then okay. then they rolled it back. So then what happened was they then said last week that if you purchase the digital deluxe collectors or regala editions, uh, then you'd be able to upgrade from the PS4 to the PS5 for free. But if you bought the standard or special edition, then you needed to pay a fee. So naturally, there was then uproar over this, like, rightly so, because they kind of uh, yeah, lied a bit about, about this. Going back on their deal, yeah. Yeah. So then the other day, so Sony Interactive Entertainment president Jim Ryan has then done a blog post reversing this decision again and saying that the upgrade will be free this time round, but then going forward, all first-party titles will have a $10 fee to upgrade to PS5, including God of War and Gran Turismo 7. So this is what he said. He said, it's abundantly clear that the offerings we confirmed um, in the pre-order kickoff missed the mark. Last year, we made a commitment to deliver free upgrades for our cross-gen launch titles, which included Horizon Forbidden West. While the pandemic's profound uh, impact pushed 
Uh, Forbidden West, uh, out of the launch window, we initially envisaged we will be standby our offer. Players we purchase Horizon Forbidden West on PlayStation 4 will be able to upgrade to the PlayStation 5 version for free. Uh, I also want to confirm today that moving forward... I don't know why I'm saying this. I've already just summarised it anyway. What's the point? <laughs> There's literally we'll say that point. last bit, because that's the bit that completely blow my, blew my mind. Because it sounded like they were about to announce that all upgrade... Uh, up, up, um, upcoming games will can be upgraded for free. But yeah, read that last read. Like, paragraph. So then he says, I also want to confirm today that moving forward, PlayStation first-party exclusive cross-gen titles newly released on PS4 and PS5, both digital and physical, will offer a $10 US... Uh, yeah, $10... Um, <laughs> I can't read tonight. Digital no, upgrade no, no, option from PS4 to PS5. This will apply to the next God of War and Gran Turismo 7 and any other <laughs> exclusive. Mean, what a mess. What a total mess. But yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's bad, isn't it? I, I, I think, you know, the way they saw it, next-gen games are 70 quid, last-gen games are 60 quid, right? So that's where they've got that $10 upgrade from. Um, and, I, I you know, I, I think maybe this was really just the wrong decision. I think if Microsoft were doing the same thing, then it wouldn't look as bad. You know, it just looked like, you know, that's what companies are trying to do to us. But the fact that, you know, Xbox games are one price, works on both all, both platforms, you know, no mucking about, no upgrading, none of this. And that's not totally true because when it comes to third party games, that's not always the case. As we know, games like Wreckfest and and um, uh, various others had, uh, you, had to, you have to pay to upgrade them. Um, but I, I don't know, this, this just seems a bit nuts to me. I, I just, I, it just seems weird. I don't understand. Okay, you're going to be making more money off of the PS5 games, but my assumption would be that you'd be selling less of those games, right? More people will be buying them on last gen. Um, do you think I'm stupid for saying that? No, definitely. That's right. Oh, no, no, yeah, definitely, so, definitely more people on PS4 than PS5, yeah. Right, okay. And you also want people to upgrade to the PS5. So giving them the incentive of, you know all those games you bought this year, they also work for the PS5 just off of the bat. You buy a PS5, you'll get to play all those games with all the bells and whistles on. Isn't that an incentive to upgrade to a new console? But then there's literally no point in putting out a PS5 disc if you're going to do that, or having like any price differentiation, is there? Because then, well, then everybody will just buy the PS4 version. There's no point in well, buying yeah, a PS5. But you're one. not. What you're not doing, you're not selling. Like, <laughs> that's that's as if to say, well, we won't get the extra money for the PS5 version then. But my point is you're trying to push them onto that new ecosystem. Yeah, like for me, who doesn't have a PS5 yet? So, you know, say New Horizon comes out and all the reviews are absolutely through the roof and stuff, I might consider the PS4 version. If that was a free upgrade to a PS5 version, that sort of sweetens the pot for me one day getting a PS5. Yeah, but if it... which is true. <laughs> but then again then there's no point in putting out a PS4 version and a PS5 version. You should just put out one version if you're going to do that. Possibly, what yeah. does that mean? Because okay. they, they still need to run on both consoles. How do you How, mean? Like, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that forget Game Pass for a moment. Hey, like Halo Infinite comes out at the end of the year. Forget all the, the, hey, the quality and all that sort of stuff. Halo Infinite is releasing at the end of the year. It's got one price for both consoles. You buy it, it's not even got an Xbox one version and an xbox series version it's just here's halo infinite you buy it and it downloads that version to the to the console whatever gen you're on so what what are you saying that sony can't do that no i'm saying that that's what they'd have to do like they'd have to 
completely change what they're doing at the moment of having like differentiated like I'm talking about boxed copies here okay they'd have to have completely yeah, differentiated like um what's it called like packaging from what they've got now because at the moment you've got Would like you, yeah because at the moment you've got a PS5 version and you've got a PS4 version if you go to yeah. the shops it's very clear which of those you're going to buy for which console correct yeah you see if they but take if they the were Microsoft both the approach, same price exactly then this you, problem goes away yeah if they're the same price it goes away but then that means they then have to you know reduce the price won't they on um, on PlayStation 5 games which I don't think they're going to want to do Hence the ten dollar like upgrade. I'm not saying any of this is right. Like I think it's mad, and I think that this is really like what Microsoft has done has totally demonstrated, you know, how kind of messed up this whole thing has been for Sony. But also, if you see it from their perspective and like whatever they put forward, you know, for how what their business strategy is, this would require like an entire restructuring of like how they're pricing everything. Like if they do that, correct. What I find strange about but this. I think- <laughs> Go on. Go on. Well, no, I'm no, looking on, at the prices now. Uh, PS4, obviously, 60 quid. These are the digital versions on the PlayStation Store. PS4, 60 quid. Standard edition for PS5, where you can't upgrade, uh, is 70 quid. But for 80 quid, you get a digital deluxe edition, which includes the free upgrade. Um, the game for both PS4 and PS5, soundtracks, art books, items. So, I mean, I mean it, it, people will just surely be be buying a digital deluxe edition and therefore really? the upsell. So they're going to pay an extra £10 on top of that for some tat? Well, I, I, I think if they're into it, yeah, because you, you get other stuff in. Yeah, I think if you're into it, they're just hoping everyone will just buy the 80 quid version. That, that's what they're hoping. Oh, they're hoping man. to upsell for another like really, This seems really out there for me, I think. Mm. I, I think mean, it wouldn't have done if Microsoft weren't doing what they're doing. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, if, if they were doing the same thing, I don't think people would be so bothered about this. But it's because Microsoft, because they kind of have to, have changed the game with all of this, like in a big way and in a good way. Like, I'm hoping that maybe Sony are going to do something about this, but at the moment, I don't think so. They don't. They don't seem no, to Sony need to. Will, Sony won't change. They don't need to. I mean, no, they've they've conceded enough by saying, "Hey, we're listening, everyone." Um, it's just ten dollars to upgrade, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they're not going to change. While PlayStation Fives are flying off the shelves, while people are desperate to get hold of consoles, while yeah. they're releasing these these games that are clearly selling incredibly well, that they will they will not make a single change. They don't need to make a change until it properly hits their their um, their bottom line. Like it's always well, yeah, which is know, when which is I, honestly, I mean, you know, who knows which way it's going to go? But when you look, I, I you know, I look at the offerings of in terms of value for money for each each side of the the argument here and it's it's crazy and all right they're going for two completely different things you know it's clear i think that we'll see over time not necessarily at the moment i think over time we will see that actually the budgets being put into the playstation games are way higher than what microsoft put into theirs right i yeah, think actually, that's a the news, way it's going to go news today I, i'm not sure it was sean laden but someone said like oh we actually they, they anticipate budgets for these kind of games in future will be like 200 million dollars like that's what i anticipate on the average budget for these kind of big budget games it's, it's insane here so sorry, yeah. carry on yeah so it, it, you know i think that's the way it's going if you want your really really stupidly high budgeted games then you know sony are going to have those Whereas Microsoft are going to be, you know, I, I dare I say, it, releasing more games throughout the year, but of a, not not of that high a budget. Yeah. Then, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah but it's, then it's if that weird. Leads it is too to, you know, but if like, yeah, it, 
by Sony sort of focusing on that massive budget stuff, that means that anything that flops, flops fucking hard. It and does. That's that's true. And then that makes, you know, finances very difficult as a developer and a publisher. Um, and, it, you know, and it ultimately will make Sony a lot more risk averse. Whereas Game and Pass... And what, what well, I don't that, want is was... huge gaps between them as well, well yeah, you know, because, well, yeah. you know, it's... It's Sony doing these mm. uh, these games, and mm. all right, you're going to get yeah, but third party stuff that is a really high quality. But um, yeah, but we're already seeing the huge gaps, Matt. That's the problem. Well, yeah, well, it's true. Are, there's been COVID, nothing, but... is there? For like, I mean, what was the last thing that came out? Was it well, Ratchet and Clank, wasn't it? And we don't even know what yeah, they've got for Christmas. Do. We've got no idea because there's nothing like coming, which is really we'll find out soon. Yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah we'll we find can find soon. out soon. Yeah. But no, what you said, Sean, about like the risk, like that was one of the things that Sean Layden said was like it's it means that they have to be like really careful about what they're going to choose. And yeah. ultimately, that's not great, because that just means that you end up with a lot more sort of conservative choices and not, yeah. uh, you know, potentially not interesting things. I mean, yeah, this was and one like, of the things... Compared to, sorry, like what we've seen, you know, everyone saying how like Game Pass has been such an amazing thing for allowing them to discover like smaller, you know, potentially less polished um, games and how that's been a really enjoyable thing for them. And And, you know, I don't need... You know, much as I would like it if Sony launched a, a Game Pass equivalent, I don't necessarily need both. You know, Sony and Microsoft doing the exact same thing. It's you know, no, if they're taking yeah. different strategies, that's arguably more interesting for us as as consumers. But it's just yeah, it's just interesting. Yeah, and of course, there's a lot of gamers out there that don't want those sort of unpolished gems. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. want the big budget. You know, um, blow your face off graphically stuff. Um, yeah, so I go. think there's a market for both of them mm-hmm. for All sure. Right, Cliffy B. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Let's um, move on. Uh, current generation console shortages may last until 2023, apparently. Um, so it's all about Jesus. the chips, is it? It is. It's all Not about the chips. chips. So this chips was from uh, Toshiba, and they said the supply of chips will remain very tight until at least September next year. Um, they said in some cases we may find uh, some customers not being fully served until 2023. And so this is also what's come from this is that Microsoft, Google, and Apple are forming a lobby group to promote semiconductor manufacturing in the US as well to solve the shortage. Because this is the problem. It's just, it's the semiconductor manufacturer. It's only done in very certain locations. And yeah, they're not producing enough because of shortages, et cetera. And it's a problem. If anyone at home is wondering, semiconductor is the proper name for computer chips. <laughs> um, okay, right. Here yeah. we go. Here's a question then, yeah. James. Yeah. Have you still got your Switch LED version on pre-order? Um, OLED. I might have. Yeah. Have you made a decision whether you're going to buy it yet or not? Not yet. I've still got a month to go, so I haven't decided okay, yet. Okay, he'll get it. He'll get it because this will be his excuse. Well, if I don't get it now, I might not be able to get it till 2023. You watch. <laughs> you watch. You watch. This will be it. This will be it. Do you remember, wasn't it the original Switch that you used Brexit as your excuse for buying the original Switch, wasn't it? That was that was one of the excuses I used on Chen, yeah, as to why I should get it. <laughs> well, because when Brexit comes in, it'll be way more expensive, you said. Yeah. <laughs> so you, that's why you bought it. I remember now. <laughs> You'll end up with that LED version. I know uh, it. Uh, I know it. OLED, David, OLED. Uh, oh, that's uh, it. <laughs> James, <laughs> James, I thought exactly the same. I thought, wow, I mean, I wasn't going to get it, but now, what am I going to wait? And- oh, man. <laughs> am I going to wait you enough? I can actually mug. Uh, so this is, you know, uh, I guess not, not entirely surprising. Clearly, you know, the, the entire world's been affected by 
by um by you know the scarcity of materials and chips and all sorts and then like another thing this is more apple related but like uh, more like chip manufacturers are actually reporting that there's gonna be like also a huge hike in prices i think one of the uh, one of the chips or something related to a new iphone the uh, manufacturers report like a 20 it's, it's gonna cost like 20 percent extra so we might find actually that not only are things tight and hard to get hold of but when we, when it comes to maybe like newer versions of consoles in the year or two's time that they may also cost more due to mm. due to all the kind of pressure that's been put on these kind of supply manufacturers around the world. So it's it's gonna be like you, a really do, interesting do, do time. Do you guys think that this will extend the life of this generation of video game consoles? Might have to. Yeah. Mm. I think so. Yeah. You yeah. know, you think it's been it's coming up to a year since these consoles launched, right? We're not too far of a year since these consoles launched. What already? No way. No, getting, yeah. We are getting close, yeah. Was well, it yeah. November? November last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, gotcha. I mean, feels it like doesn't barely, feel like it. Yeah, it feels like it barely got started, really. <laughs> no, it still feels like, well, you know, most of the launch games still aren't out yet, Sean. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, Xbox still hasn't released a game. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I mean, um, I'll, I mean, it's nuts. I think this is going to be, or, or at least there's going to be a long time before they start thinking about announcing their sort of upgraded versions of these consoles. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, for a kickoff, they got to wait until the, the original PlayStation Five is actually in stock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, let alone it's actually nuts, shortages so. and. You know, <laughs> Could increase- you imagine if they said PlayStation Five Slim out next year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to get yeah, pre-ordered the first one. <laughs> okay, next news story. Uh, okay, so also last week we had the uh, is hashtag a day off Twitch campaign, and it did seem to have some sort of impact because there was a big, well, not, it wasn't a massive decline, but there was a decline in in viewership. So there's Good. a Twitch tracking site called Sullynome, and they. In the, so the first of September saw 57 million viewer hours watched that day. By comparison, most Wednesdays there are 61 to 65 million, so the viewership decline according to them was 7 to 12 percent. But these, I mean, these are more conservative numbers than GameSite Analytics, who thought that it was down by 16 percent week week on week during that time. Yeah, that's not a massive. I mean, it is uh, financially, I'm sure it is, but I, I don't think that's as big a drop as everyone was hoping, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think that's, that's pretty good, considering, so considering pretty good. how many I mean, people you, just you'd know better than I would. Well, just considering the millions upon millions of people who just watch Twitch and will never have engaged with any of this stuff. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah, I think this is decent. Okay, cool. So, have Twitch responded? Yeah. No, although in March they Excellent. did release a global transparency report. Um, which apparently showed that less than 15% of user reports led to any sort of enforcement actions, and that only 2% of reports against harassment and hateful conduct led to action. So basically they're doing nothing, it seems. Cool. Hey, Twitch, sort your shit out. Like, because I hope this just builds and builds until you're forced to do something about it. Um, cause, I mean, I, you, know, sorry, you, you say so... they didn't do anything. They sent an email to us, and I'm sure everyone else saying about about how they... You know, no streamer should have to deal with these um, malicious and hateful attacks. Here are a bunch of tools. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, no, not hosting... here are a bunch of tools. Don't put it on the on the people that are using your service. They're taking a lot of money from these content creators. You owe them the decency of protecting them. It's as simple yeah. as that. Don't send them links to tools. Implement it in your website your platform and it's easy to go well it's content created so you know it's really on them but 
you're taking a lot of their money. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're taking a big cut of what they're earning. Mm. So you're, it's your platform. You can't say you owe us this money because it's our platform, but also you're creating the content so you're responsible for the chat. Like, that's not how it works. It's not how it works. So they've got to step up here because this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, they've said that they're having a creator camp uh, focused on these tools on uh, September 15th, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. What GMT. does that mean? So, but basically where people can ask some questions and see how to implement these tools and strategies. Uh, but Why are you not coming out and saying we want to present the, 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 the protect the people that are using our service? That are earning our money. Like, uh, this is mad to me. Mm. It's mad. Like, what stance are you taking if you're not against this and actively trying to deter it? What stance are I you taking? I think their point of view is they've said they're against it. They've, they've got tools um, and creator camps. Um, yeah, but putting, it's putting the onus on the streamers to deal with it themselves, basically, which is just weird, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually wrong. That's messed up, man. Sorry. Okay. Um, next story um, is that it looks like rebooted Games Master is looking for contestants. So there was an advert published by Future on Game FAQs <laughs> by some user called Al- Albert Bankol asking for contestants for what was called a landmark video gaming TV series. This was then taken down by a moderator. And then VGC um, also reported that there was a LinkedIn page for Bankol stating that he's been working as the assistant producer on Games Master, um, although okay. that's also been removed now. So it looks like they're looking for contestants. I mean, do we... Do, let's just say, should we? We yeah, sent an email. <laughs> we sent an email saying, this is before we knew it was Games Master. Yeah. We just saw there was a TV show on Channel 4. They were looking for gaming people that wanted to get no, involved. No, no, so we no, David, get it right. They're looking for gamers. Right. Yeah, yeah, gamers. even if we were noobs, right? Yeah, but that because we're gamers, capital G, A, M, yeah. That's gamers. right. So. Yeah, but look, a lot of people, especially on Rollmark, come down hard on that. Um, and I just thought, yeah, but they're trying to, you know, I, I don't know, I can't, I can't have a go at them for that. It was just an advert slung out there. It didn't, it didn't represent a lot of people saying, well, if that's how you're talking to gamers, then what's the show going to be like? Don't worry about any of that. The, the person that wrote that is not going to be writing the stuff for the show. It's not, that's not going to be the case. Um, but we saw that and I thought, oh, do you know what? Fuck it. We're going to sling our, uh, sling our hat in the hat ring. In is that, that ring, that yes. Does that work? Right, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we slung our hand in that ring, and, um, and let's see what comes of that. And we like to announce, <laughs> we... Oh, no, <laughs> no, we'll say that. Yeah. James Farley is the new Games Master. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I mean, I can't wait to see you on that show, James. Have you thought about your gimmick? What are you going to do? I have a pipe. Okay, <laughs> okay. No, James, have you thought, like, you know, I imagine we will go to set one day, and they're like, all oh, right, so you guys, you're obviously, you know, your contestants, and Tom's like... <laughs> Hang on. And they do that thing with their hands where they're kind of like a photo frame. They're like, hang on. No, 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 no. I'm thinking, no. How about the games? You're the games master. And James was like, well, I guess I've got the outfit. Go on then. And then there's just three of us because suddenly James actually. You've got the outfit, have you? Yeah, well, it's packed under a couple of books at the moment. (laughs) It's incredibly heavy. Oh, really? That that joke's going to get rolled out a lot. I can do games master. It'll be fine. I can do Games Master. Um, <laughs> this is the confidence on the lad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, good. I'm excited to see what this Games Master thing's about. 
They had to get pulled. Yeah, oh God, I, you know, I'm I'm not one of those people that's going to sit there watching it with my nose in the air, being all cynical about it. Let's just see how it goes. Let's see what comes out of it. It could be good. Who knows? Yeah, who knows exactly? Who? Yeah. Go on, James. Okay. Um. Anyway, uh. So apparently, Game Boy and Game Boy Color titles are going to be coming to Nintendo Switch Online. And uh, okay, name one that would hmm. be good. Let's try that. What's that? Anyone? No. Uh, well, there was Link's Awakening, but that's already been remade. Yeah. Um, um, Tetris Color? One that would be good. The Looney Tunes game? Gargoyle's Quest. That was really good. Oh, I was going to say that. Okay. Fucking hell, I was going to say All that. Right. Any um, more? Says who, James? This is according... Well, Eurogamer have heard this from other places and then have then said, oh, we've heard it from several places, so it's true. But they said the same, oh, sort, of, okay. they said the same sort of thing with the Switch Pro, if we remember. So, you know, I'm not, not sure if this is really going to happen. James, right. I, look, I played this game and I remember loving it as a kid. But as, you all, as we all know, playing games as a kid, you love everything anyway. Apart from you, maybe you came out of the womb going, oh, I don't quite understand. The, um, but, but, but for most people, playing a game as a kid, you think it's the best thing ever, even if it's a bit rubbish. So try and correct me here. Were the Super Mario Land games, the ones on the Game Boy, were they any good? Okay. So the first one was an interesting sort of diversion because it wasn't really like a regular mainline Mario game, but it was still it still wasn't wasn't bad at all. I mean, I quite enjoyed it. The second one was a bit of a technical mess because they tried to basically make Mario World and it couldn't really support it because there wasn't enough enemies on screen, etc. The third one they did was um, was Wario, which was it was like Super Mario Land three, like Wario Land, and that was a very very good game. They they did actually find a very good niche um, on the on the yeah uh, the, the Mario one was good wasn't it yeah. I remember that it was excellent yeah and then they did they basically then stopped doing Mario ones and just did Wario ones which were all pretty also, interesting. The Wario Mario Land game had one of the best bits of Mario music ever. Yeah, right? definitely the ending the ending music amazing for like for the original. No, Mario I'm talking about dun 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 Oh, so good! And then they turned it into the rap song. I mean, we need to play that loud. Somewhere, don't we? Go to a park, put that up. Love that. Love all that. Let's do it. Play it out of the speakers of the car. Come on. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Let's, let's hold hi-fis on our shoulders and just play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James some, can break dance to it. Some of those were pretty good. Like the, yeah, the, the, the Mario ones were, were pretty good, but there wasn't that many other... I don't know. I mean, people liked the Game Boy, didn't they? Because it had Pokemon eventually. There was Zelda on it, which was great. But I never played Pokemon eventually. Was that a good one? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that was, one yeah. It's, it's Pokemon eventually and Poach, Pokemon kind of. And then um, they're both. You had to, be, you had to play both of them to get all the Pokemon. After Pokemon, whatever. Um, <laughs> all right, it's not. That's not such a piss change. Pikachu just had static back then, if I remember correctly. People just did touch Pikachu and go, oh, God, I've got a shock off that. <laughs> that was it. Uh, little go, little go, little go, little, little joke. Is what Let's I was go. trying to say there. Oh, I'm so tired, Matt. Right, okay, let's move on. Okay, uh, final It'll bit go. of news is that PlayStation are going to be broadcasting a big showcase event next week, uh, which is yeah, this week. it's a shame now. you didn't slip yeah. that in when we teed you up for the transition to it earlier in the thing, eh, Matt? <laughs> Did you think? I mean, we, I, said, we can open the door, oh. Dave. He's got to walk through himself. <laughs> yeah, he's got to walk through it. Um, Saving it. So what do you, what do you reckon? Uh, what do you reckon? Is it going to be a good one or a bad one? We're going to do a talks over of it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's we happening are. this Thursday, so tomorrow, um, after this comes out, at 9pm uh, UK time. And they're saying that this is going to be a look into the future of the PS5. 
And uh, then they said there, there's going to be some of the industry's most imaginative developers, uh, you know, involved. So, yeah, sounds mm. interesting. I, mean, uh, I hope this is good, but I fear, I fear, like, I don't want to get too excited about these things, but no, do you know what? That's not me. I'm going to get pumped for it. I reckon it's going to be brilliant on Thursday. That's more like me. I'm very excited. I don't want I mean, to turn into James. They, you know, they said about the future of PlayStation, the most imaginative That's developers right. this year yeah. and beyond. This, this, and also this isn't a state of play. It's a show. It's a showcase. It's, if it's just okay. hey, we've got some updates, that way a state of play. The fact you know the branding's black, right? That means big shit's going down. This is not just. <laughs> Does it? Yes, yeah, state of play is happening. No, they've got like <laughs> it's like black background, like sparkly letters. This means big boy shit. You know, I'm, I'm pumped. <laughs> okay. um, right, let's have a right. What do we think? Naughty Dog will be there with a new game. N- no. Oh, maybe. Oh. I mean, I, I, think I think they're definitely going to. Fo- I think yeah. the focus of the thing is going to be the new God of War game, right? We're definitely going to see that now. I think we'll see that. I reckon we might see some other stuff, like maybe because there was a rumor of like a Sly Cooper remake as well. Maybe that that will happen. I mean, that, that's. I know no one cares about I mean, that. But we're but... talking big boy shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not Sly Cooper. Return Coops. of Jack and Daxter. That would be cool. Maybe. I'd like that because I like the. Well, okay, only like one of those so, games. The first I one, haven't but, played know. Jack and Daxter, and I know that how different really are to Ratchet and Clank? Are they totally different games? Yeah, they are. So, yeah. but how? Well, how? Um, what are they like, really? <laughs> the one's a shooter, and the other one's a platformer. What? No, because the That's... Jack Two became a shooter, and it was yeah, much worse. Yeah, for I'm it. talking about Jack. I'm talking about Jack One. Yeah, the... that 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 oh, was an Jack out and out 3D platformer. I was talking about Jack One. All right, I'm talking about Jack One. Oh, we're talking about Jack One. Maybe I don't know. Who knows what they're going to announce at this point? It could be anything, right? But that's the fun of a conversation, Dave. We can just like suggest what we think might or might not be there. Go on, then. You haven't made a single suggestion, have I you? I did. I just said Naughty Dog will be there. Next, James. Right, Naughty Dog will be there. Right, okay. That's that's a fun conversation then, isn't it? Just name a developer, James, and well, say they'll be there. It's more fun than you saying, we don't know, so there's no point talking I about it. I said Jack and Baxter. That's way more wild. <laughs> Is it? Um, I, I'm, you know, yes. I'm thinking New Go Uncharted. On. Nah, um, would you be disappointed? I'd be disappointed with that. I thought, um, isn't Nathan Drake basically put to bed now? Yeah, well, I mean, there's no reason of. it couldn't be someone else, I guess. But. Yeah, it could be someone else. Yeah, exactly. Like well, the they, next did, they did that other spin-off, didn't they, which was actually very good. Like yeah. The, um, yeah. Ah, but if they show another Uncharted game, man, I think that'd be well disappointing. Mm. I want Naughty Dog working on something new. It would be amazing to have a totally new franchise from them, for sure. Yeah, that would be really yeah. exciting. What would you call it, James? If you're working at Naughty Dog, just come out with a title. Come on. Oh come on! I can't. Oh, that's a. a what was that? Yeah, that's a poor title. There you go. Yeah. Oh come on! Oh come on! It's all. It's all about a parent trying to get their kid to yeah. like put their clothes on ready for school. Oh come on! <laughs> that whole game. Come on! Uh, right. Okay. But so we're looking for the racing. We off the off the chain. No, I, I <laughs> really hope this night. is. As I mean, I probably shouldn't be getting too excited, but you know, I, I'm expecting big things. Um, the future Sean, of PlayStation. Sean, you've just come Hello. back from running away to do a shit. So, yes. what do you think will? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think will uh, be announced on Thursday? Uh, fucking, I don't know. Like I've, because I'm, I'm oh, not f- invested, am I? I'm just going to turn up. Whatever <sighs> happens, happens. If it's good, I'll, I'll look forward to one day getting a PS5. If it's bad, I'll have a little chuckle to myself. 
Ah, <laughs> okay, we found the real uh, console fanboy. <laughs> Interesting. It's not about being a fanboy. It's just about like, oh, thank God, I, I don't have to find five hundred quid. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> it would be good to have new, new, new titles, new franchises from from developers and know. Yeah, so obviously mm. we, we've you know we we've known some Uncharted or Last of Us, Uncharted, Last of Us. It would be amazing to hear new Naughty Dog French, uh, new Naughty Dog series. Mm. Obviously, Insomniac. Played... We don't know what they're doing have next, you... week, do we? Uh, we don't. We don't. We got them. We'll probably see some more Horizons. Spider-Man's. More Spider-Man's. I don't yeah. think we're going to see um, that. Yeah. Another, we no, just say, that like though. a different Marvel hero. But multiverse. Work, Spider Spider-Man in the multiverse. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Come on, that's what it. we want. Yeah, that's but what you, we that, want. But that would not be disappointing because the Spider-Man games are fantastic, but it's not like. Oh shit! Is that okay? It's another Spider-Man game, which which we call. Cool. It depends. If it was the multiverse where all sorts of crazy shits happening, I'd be yeah. bang up for that. Yeah, yeah and even if it was another another standard zombie, uh, uh, not Zombie Land. I mean, that's actually already out on Oculus <coughs> Quest and Steam. But VR. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> Steam. All right. That. Now, if yeah. it was just another <laughs> Spider-Man game, um, I'll still play it because I'm sure it'd be fantastic. But that wouldn't be like, oh, you know, that wouldn't be Megaton. Is what I'm saying. Okay, come on. What's Megaton then for you, Matt? A new Uncharted game. Come on. No, well, no, that would be like, okay, cool, Uncharted's coming back. What are they going to do to make it different? Because it it's did feel like it kind of come away. to the end. It's not been away long <laughs> enough for us to go, it's back. I'll it, it, I I tell you what I'd love to see is if we get another Astrobot. Like, that we get a look at like that. Like a proper Astrobot game. Yeah. Like, Astrobot it's... is the way forwards, isn't it, in a lot of ways? That's the, like, every time Astrobot has come out, it's but everyone's been like, this is fucking PlayStation's new mascot. This is like, this is their thing. Like, it's it's up there with, um, you know, like some of the best Mario stuff. Like, that's no mean feat. And it's like, yeah. So, yeah. I, I so we can all look forward to the next Little Big Planet game, can't we? Let's <laughs> <laughs> all look yeah, forward to that. Yeah, it's too soon for that. I mean, I, I, I'm. They've always said they're putting more budget into that. They want to do like, you know bigger things, but um, okay. it was too soon for that. I mean, Sean. Have you even played a PS5 yet? No. Have you seen one oh, in Matt, real life? When are you next down no. in our... When are you next near South London? You talk, are we talking months? I don't know. Yeah, I hadn't really... I'd probably do my traditional pre-Christmas visit. Okay. All right. Well, maybe you stop by good old Davy T's. <laughs> we set up a camera and let you play with a PS5 on stream for an hour or so. That sounds like the way forward. Right. Are we... I'll just sit there going, what do you mean you have it? to pay for the games? This is shit. <laughs> yeah, you can show you all the 10, part, 10 band upgrades and you know, all, that, all that jazz. Good point. Uh, are we done? Yes, that's it. That's the end of the news. There's no Farley's Fantasy Zone this week. Nah, there isn't. I think Not that was a one recently. Didn't I say, weeks. oh, that'd be a great one? I can't remember what it was. Well, I think, I mean, the Game Boy and Game Boy Color one kind of is fantasy because it's not been confirmed, but I don't know. I, Brilliant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what have you been playing? Uh, should, we, should we get straight into... Well, I mean, I'll start. And uh, I think I should... For, for, firstly, we've, we spoke a lot about Psychonauts 2 last week. We're going to discuss it a little bit more this week because I've now finished it. and oh, cool. We need James's view on it. Um, actually, let's go to James first with with his view, and I'll, I'll I'll tell you how the game left me by the end of it. Go on, James. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've I've played this. This is the only thing I've played um, over the last couple of weeks. I was going to like start this off by just saying like, you know, when does it get good or something like that, just to wind people up. But <laughs> I'm not going to do that because it's really great, and it it's um it's mm. very good. 
I've, I've, I mean, I'm up to, I think, a little bit further than you were, David, when you talked about it last week. And there's some things about it which I'm less keen on. I mean, I don't think that the platforming is that great. And it's not that Raz is hard to control or anything like that. It's very functional, but it's not very fun, I don't feel, like the way that he controls. Do you have a problem with, have you had a problem with perspective in it? Like, because I certainly experienced a bit of that where I'm like, well, I must yeah. be over the platform now, but you're, you're yeah. nowhere near it. Yeah. That's a weird one. Even isn't though there it? is, wonder... you know, there, there is like, you know, the traditional sort of drop shadow, like directly beneath you at all times that you can sort of use to I, gauge I'm it. I'm starting to wonder maybe but... the default camera angle is just yes. slightly too low or the angle yeah. of it or the depth of field or something. I think, is, yeah, is I, think slightly it's the, off. I think it's the camera angle. So I only found that drop shadow, shadow useful when I was pulling the camera, like looking down. On purpose, yeah. To, yeah. See, yeah, yeah. Also, the other thing with that I found is, you know, when there's those bits where you like jump onto stuff and then swing round and then jump onto like another one. You yeah, know, like you know, I kept missing those as well, like going from one to the other, and that was a bit weird because normally in games nowadays that never happens. But this was, yeah, it, yeah. It there's a few, yeah. I know what you mean because, um, as you say, you, you expect things like that in a in a platformer, two D or three D. To yeah, like if you if you jump off like a a pole or whatever that you're swinging off, then there should be that should surely move you like a set distance every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there there were a couple of times where I would just miss the next pole or you know a ladder or or whatever. Um, so yeah, not sure what's going on there, but yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just functional rather than fun, you know. I felt that, mm-hmm. yeah the the mechanics of moving around and everything. And mm-hmm. just like you, Dave, though, I felt that that notebook in the beginning, I felt totally overwhelmed with all the things that they throw at you, like straight away of just like you know. I, n- now knowing where I am in the game, it's incredible how simple all that stuff is. Now. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really funny, especially the upgrade stuff on the computer, because when I was looking at, it, I was like, right, you got badges. You've got these items, then you've got cards, then you've got like upgrades. Yeah. You've got things like, you need to collect like, and collect nine of them yeah. to, up, to upgrade that. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, when yeah. I worked out that actually you just buy those little ball things and then you combine them with the cards and it just levels you up one level. Yeah. It's like, right, okay, that's it then, is it? Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's I the thing, but they, way they, more complicated. They could have explained it a bit better because it is just a bit... 100%. They could have just simplified it. It could have just been yeah, every yeah, nine cards you get a level. It. Yeah, a hundred percent. You shouldn't have had to have bought an item. In fact, there's a lot of that. You know, there's a lot of stuff that you just think, "Why am I going over and pressing a button to unlock the purple collectibles?" Yes, yeah. only for them to explode, and then you have to run over them to collect them as well. Yeah. You know, and then you get a pin why w- that then drags them into you or whatever. You know, you can get one of those. Yeah, it's like it just yeah, but even then, you've still got to press Y on them, right? Yes. Yeah. So like, what's the yeah. point? And then also. They really should have scaled down on the collectibles, in my opinion. You know, this is the sort of game that I wouldn't mind going in and out of and checking out some of the levels in a little bit more um, detail and exploring them a little bit more, going back to it. But I ain't going to do that knowing that I'm not going for 100% because there's Mm. like 50 million things to collect (laughs) per level. It's the the figments especially, isn't it? Because at least in terms of the, you know, the cards and stuff, they're often in, like, interesting to reach places, whereas the figments yeah. are just fucking everywhere, and it's just a case yeah, of, like, like the figments are everywhere, scouring every okay. single corner and stuff. Like. Yeah, that is what it is. For me, the worst are the tags and the bags. Yeah. So you've got to then, like, imagine a collectible where you have to, there are collect there are, like, 
six collectibles in a level, but you've got collect three before you can find the other three. And <laughs> or you could, can find the other like, three, what? but you just can't do anything with them. Until you can't you do find anything the with them until yeah. you found the first three. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck? The, yeah, the, the bag things make no sense to me whatsoever. I don't understand how anyone thought they were a good idea. I mean, other than, um, other than and, the emotional baggage thing being a pun, that's kind yes, of it. And also, <laughs> I didn't really need to hear Raz constantly say, I can hear something. Yeah. I can hear some emotional yeah. baggage all yeah. the time. It's yeah. like, oh, come on, man. Um, so, yeah, I think there's improvements to be made. You're absolutely right, James. But for me, I've got a question, right, because I've finished this game now, and I will mm-hmm. say, overall, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoyed it. The, my, my biggest disappointment is that from the opening few hours that I played that I spoke about last week, I was expecting a game that I might rate 9 or 10, mm-hmm. whereas I've come out at the end of it thinking this is more of an 8, maybe yeah, even a 7. I feel yeah, right? exactly the same, and, actually, so far. And I think one of my major problems, and I, I'm interested to hear your answer to this question, Sean, mm-hmm. Did, were you like? Did you feel like you were always following the story in this? Um, the overall story, yes. There was a couple of the the brains I was in where I sort of lost the thread. Um, yeah, to- totally. And I yeah. think that's that's the biggest problem because I think the story is great. Mm-hmm. Like knowing how everything resolves and how everything sort of builds up, I think in terms of the story, it was great. Instead, in terms of the storytelling. I think it lacked a little bit because there were moments where I was like, you, so what it is, you've got a main plot line, right? And that's based in events within the real world. But then you're constantly going into brains and the brains and minds don't have a sort of consistency between them. Mm. They're all completely different when you go in there, which is fine. I haven't got um, a problem with that as in terms of a concept, but I think being told a story you need to be constantly reminded that you're inside someone's brain and although i knew what tasks i need to do to do in that brain there wasn't any real major link between what you were doing in someone's brain and what would you what was going on in the real space in the real Mm. space story you know what i mean yeah so you know you go into someone's brain and it's like oh we're dealing with gambling addiction now but what has that got to do with the main plot and that character, it just seemed like, yes, this is in that person's head, and then that's that. It, it feels very separate. It's and, bro- yeah. I mean, broadly speaking, the I mean, yeah, obviously it varies case by case, but yeah, broadly speaking, is that yeah, the like you need that character's help for some reason or another, and they yes. are unable to help you, and that's why you you're yes. going into sort them out. Um, but you spend yeah. a lot of time in those levels, mm. which is great. Again, mm. no problem with, problem with that. But because it's a completely, it feels like a completely different story to what the main mm. thrust of the story is. By the time you come out again, you're going right. And why did I go in that head again? <laughs> I like, see, what, but I quite like the help that for? because I like that sensation of like, yeah, just coming out at the end and just being like, "Fuck me, that was none of that was real." That was just some person's head, and I've just been in, been in there for the last two hours, and it's I don't yeah, know, totally. just, that's just that sensation of just like fuck, that was a fucking ride. One hundred percent. Like I totally agree with you for that, and that's exactly the feeling that I had. And mm-hmm. especially, you know what level we're talking about, right? And yeah, yeah. that whole section of the game is mm-hmm. absolutely unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It looks incredible. It's really funny. It's got some great bits in it, um, and yeah, that's. 
a perfect feeling. But what I'm saying is you've got a fantastic main story here mm. and it feels like I'm completely getting taken away from that for large portions of its game yeah. to the detriment of that story. Mm-hmm. And you sort of mentioned last week that oh, I lost the thread of who's who in terms of when they're talking yeah. about certain names. What names. That yep. gets really like <laughs> um, confusing towards the end of it, especially mm-hmm. when there seems to be some major plot reveals because you know this because like the music it might as well be going da 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 as a line is being said, yeah. but they're talking about a specific character and you're going right and who and Wait, which that? one's that? <laughs> yeah, is that the yeah? Because yeah, as we said, because there's there's basically there's a a lot of people. So not I mean there's Raz the main character and there's this, his like his family is involved, but then there's also there's another family where there's several people from the Zanotto family who yeah, are all yeah all in like prominent <laughs> positions within the psychonauts and as you say yeah there's a couple bits where it's like oh that's bob's an auto and you're like wait hang on was he the granddad <laughs> or the was he the dad or was it uh... yeah yeah what I, what i will say though because i don't want to be too negative because i i think i think the reason why i came away feeling slightly negative is because i thought it was so promising in the first opening hours and mm. i feel that it didn't really um, it hits that heights in a lot of ways, but it also misses that heights in a few ways as well. Like so, in terms of level design, visuals, um, it's, um, changing up gameplay and stuff like that, I think it absolutely nails all that stuff brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the story by the end of it, I was in love with. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, f- it felt so like I spent a. L- it felt like I spent a lot of that game going, why am I doing this again? Like that, mm. I think that's what that, that, that sort of tainted it a little bit for me. It just, but, I mean, it just feels a little on. uneven in places. I felt like, I mean, when you say like about the visuals and about it looking good, I mean, I so far I've kind of felt like sometimes it looks very, very good. Sometimes it looks kind of average. Like I don't think yeah, it looks. Sometimes like a, it can look average, but I think the places where it does look really, really good. Mm. I mean, it is absolutely like nothing else you've ever seen before in a video game. But like, then, seriously. Also, I mean, I think that, the, I mean, I'm not even that far in, but like the number of ideas that there are, I found this makes this far more interesting than Ratchet and Clank was. Like, and it's, yeah. I, I'd argue it's probably less fun to play, like in terms of like mechanically, but it's still more interesting than, than Ratchet and Clank. I don't know. I, I um, Would I say it's less fun to play? I wouldn't say it's less less fun to play because i you know i didn't like the core loop of just continually far, like changing my weapons and unloading them in enemies mm-hmm. in ratchet and clank it's funny you should say that though because i don't think they are comparable they're two completely different games but i know why you've made that comparison so you know um because i also feel the same way about um say it takes two right mm-hmm. so i love those games for very different reasons you know the story in it takes two is absolutely abysmal for example the <laughs> characters are completely unlikable complete opposite to the way i feel about psychonauts 2 where the story is really good just not brilliantly told and the characters are absolutely brilliant throughout right and um, but in terms of variety gameplay i think um like it takes two is leaps and bounds above psychonauts um you know, everything you do in that game feels so solid and yeah, control wise, really well tuned. It's uh, you know, it feels a lot nicer to play. After. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I'm not sure where it sits on my list at the moment, but I will say, although you know, we've brought up some negatives about the game this week. Um, that's only because I think I held it to such high standards for when I first started playing it, rather than it being a bad game. Um, it's it's a flawed game. 
and mm-hmm. I think those flaws become a little bit more evident the more you played it. However, you know, if someone says, "Should I play Psychonauts 2? The answer is yes, mm-hmm. because it is. There's so much to see in this game, and you know, not showing off. I didn't use the invincibility stuff, Sean, mm-hmm. but. I do not blame you for doing that because <laughs> I think another issue with this game is the checkpointing is absolutely shocking in places. Yeah. Like the, especially the boss battles. Yeah. Especially the boss battles because you do the fighting and you get a big cut scene and you do the fighting, you get another big cut scene, you do the fighting and say you die in that bit, you go right to the start of all of it. And yeah. although you can skip the cut scenes, it's still like, are you having a laugh? But that, that's like, why usually like, this is, this is where you can to. see like some of the, because this has been, this was in development for a long time, wasn't it? Like it's been, yeah. and you can see, I think some of those sort of things from design choices that are from before, you know, that particularly, like you said, like the, the collectathon aspect is something which, doesn't really happen so much anymore similarly with the checkpointing as well like that's got a lot better over the re- more recent years yeah well um, whether it's yeah. i don't know if it's like if it was intentionally supposed to be a bit of a, a throwback or as you say like it's just because it's been in development for so long but yeah certainly there there are elements of it that feel quite regressive um, yeah, but I don't think checkpointing is something that is, you know, this has been in development for, what, five years? They didn't decide on checkpointing in year one, did they? And even yeah, five years ago, we had games that, that did checkpointing way better. I think, honestly, I think they looked at the boss battles and said, well, if you can just start at the next checkpoint, like the the obvious checkpoints, then this is just going to be piss easy and some people want a challenge out of it. Yeah. You know, where like if it, seriously, if it gave you full health back at the, the last cutscene, then you're going to fly through every boss, no problem. Because yeah. getting through a phase is easy, but getting through all phases with the same amount of health is actually a little bit more of a challenge. Yeah, and um, I think like the, I don't know if you were the same, Dave, but for me, like with the bosses, it was the fun was in figuring them out, and then like you know the the dialogue and the scenario and stuff. It wasn't really in the actual doing it um, no. <laughs> that, that it was no, fun. No. Um, so yeah, so as you say, when you you get to get most of the way through a fight and then die and then have to start again you just like yeah, this is basically just like having to essentially rewatch a whole section yeah yeah um, yeah 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 but yeah i i'll say this i mean you said it last week sean mm-hmm. my kids absolutely adored watching it oh nice like they they every morning psychonauts i want psychonauts i want psychonauts <laughs> and then all weekend they were singing that song what is it um welcome 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 to my man welcome to my man welcome to my man <laughs> yeah. running around the front room yeah really, i've just been yeah, singing really it as well good. proper good yeah like um <laughs> once i completed it uh we stopped playing it and then that evening charlie went uh psychonauts and I went, we've, we've finished it, mate. It's done. And he just burst into tears. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, okay, Oi. we'll try and find some stuff then. Just I'll stick it back <laughs> on for five minutes. Stick, stick the first one on, Dave. Like that. <laughs> um, I like how much they've committed to the post-credit stuff as well. You know, there's yeah. still plenty to go and took new conversations to have yeah, that are yeah. not acting as if the events didn't take place. So that's cool. Mm. I always like that. gets a big thumbs up from me, I think. Mm. Um, sure, where are you up to? Speak around it, like give us a hint of the latest level that you're on, James. Um, I am on a level where it's. Um, how do I explain this? Okay, you know <laughs> when you meet the family, and then you go into yes. like, and then there's like another area which is like a big forest and stuff um, around that. that yeah. Oh man, I fucking love that place. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, hey, which bit? Oh, I can try and remember. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll look it up. 
Um, maybe we'll talk about it afterwards. And Matt, you've not started this? Uh, no, I started. I talked about it last week. Uh, I just, oh, um, did you? Sorry. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, yeah. So no, I just haven't got back to it this week. I've been. I was away for the weekend, and I've been playing something else. But no, I'm, uh, right, I'm cool. excited to play. I'm kind of surprised. I thought everyone would be the case. This is, a, this is a absolute game of the year nomination. Um, oh you know, god, oh, it, it should be like, like it makes the list the... at the moment. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think maybe you know our criticisms. I think maybe I'm just like adjusting for how how much I praised it last week. Whereas uh, I came away from it just, yeah, not like uh, that's it. My expectation was much higher based on those opening couple of hours. Um, and it didn't quite hit those expectations, but it was still an incredible playthrough. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's still in contention for the list. Mm. How um, long does it take we'll you? We'll see in at the end? end of the year. Sorry? How long did it take you in the end? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I've got absolutely no idea because I was playing it like early in the morning and yeah, like with the kids and stuff I didn't keep track of how long it was yeah. taking me at all if I was to guess I would say about 10 to 12 hours somewhere around that but cool. I, I couldn't commit to that either god knows um, I will. Uh, that's probably enough Psychonauts uh, to chat this week but I, I do have to have a, another quick shout out to um, the Faraday Protocol which is if you remember a couple of weeks ago I had an itch to play a 3D puzzle game and this is scratching the itch absolutely i might have to stream a little bit because no one's heard of this game and for as far as i'm aware it's you know not been no one knows what it is but it's really quite it's hitting that mark the only thing is is that the story's a bit weird so i don't know if i'm fully involved in that because these games are way well they tend to have the good ones tend to have a really good story alongside them um, you know, Superliminal, and that one that was in the... What was the one where you're in a hotel? And it was oh. like a time loop thing. And, ah, shit, I can't remember. The, I know the one you mean. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I can't yeah, but, remember. But, yeah, it had, it had like a story running through it and stuff. Um, the story in this is a bit weird. I don't know if I'm on board with it yet. But um, but the puzzles themselves are really interesting and really fun to do. It mainly involves... Well, the levels that I've done so far, it mainly involves... Um, like absorbing some power with your gun and shifting that power around the level to open doors and um, activate lifts and stuff like that. Um, but there are different colours and you can chain stuff together. And yeah, it's it's way more involved than I initially thought it would be. So I'm looking forward to playing through that some more. I just hope it doesn't go get too hard. It hasn't got anywhere near too hard so far. So hopefully that's uh, that's not going to become an issue. But you know what those games are like. Sometimes you just think the devs are like, yeah, let's make this super hard. And I get to a point where I'm just like, I'm just going to be looking at walkthrough now. Who wants that? <laughs> no one wants that. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I've not got there yet. There yet. But um, one to look out for, and I'm sure I'll mention it again. Uh, I'm sure I'll mention it again in the near future. But that's all I've got. That's all you've got, James, right? That's it. Yeah, I've got nothing else. Let's go, Sean. Hello. Um, I've been playing Road 96. Um, so this is. I'm I mean, interested in this. Me game. too. I really. I'm like, really this. interested. I think you'll both really like it. Um, so this is, you know, there seems to be like a, a thing for sort of road trip games um, at the moment, um, and this is one of them. This one, I mean, for me, this kind of snuck under the radar and then came out the other week. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really glad I checked it out. So this has a. I mean, I want to say roguelike structure, 
um, just in terms of it's based on multiple playthroughs, right? But it obviously, in in terms of the way you play it, it's more like a sort of Telltale style sort of choose your own adventure deal. Um, but the general gist is, uh, so you know, you start off you're playing as a teenager who is escaping the country that they live in, um, because it's you know made pretty clear early on that there's a sort of a right-wing sort of totalitarian government that sort of pretends it's a democracy. There's an election coming up. Um, but, oh, the absolutely obviously hideous dictator is, like, well ahead in the polls um, and no one's interested in the opposition, um, even though there's, like, a like there's also, like, an active um, sort of supposed terrorist group um, that wants to bring the government down um, as well. And your deal is that you're just trying to escape you're trying to get to the border um to get out and and start a new life elsewhere and and there's it's sort of implied there's become this sort of culture of teenagers just trying to um escape the country just because they're so you know done with with how everything's going what i found really interesting so i've only done a couple of runs on this each run is a good sort of hour plus um depending on you know sort of the choices you make and stuff what I found really interesting is, you know, most roguelikes, it's like you you start and you get basically nowhere and then you die and then you start again. And then sort of yeah. you, through successive runs, you get a bit further, a bit further, a bit further. And eventually you make it out and it's like, oh my God, what an amazing achievement that was. Whereas this, um, I made it out on the first run and I was like, oh, right. oh okay. Um, and I, I, I don't know if it's that's like forced. I don't know if you can screw up on the first run because there are definitely ways to die or, or get arrested or whatever um on your way um it felt like there were a couple of situations where i thought i was definitely done for and then like suddenly something happened that let me off the hook and i was like right okay maybe this is just letting me through for the sake of the first run and yeah and basically so you do this first run and you um you know get to the end and you escape and then it's like three weeks later or whatever it's election day and basically the country's on fire right (laughs) so it's like right so there's 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 way more to this it's not just about getting out it's about um you know figuring like yeah Yeah, like what's going on in the country and yeah exactly um and yeah and it like and so you know and then going back into a second run and it's completely different like you you're meeting the same characters there is a like a set cast of characters you're not guaranteed to meet every single one of them on each run um but there's you know it tells you sort of how much of each like character's story you've um sort of progressed through so if you know the the more you meet a character the more their sort of their bar fills up um and all the characters are really interesting one one way or another so far um there's you know in the trailers and stuff there's like a like oh there's the creepy murderer guy and some bank robbers and stuff and so far my dealings with them have been way more nuanced you know beyond like oh they are bad guys they are you know robbing places They've with not guns been just or, murdering and robbing banks not no? just murdering robbing banks doing all sorts mate doing all sorts oh, yeah. um <laughs> And yeah, it's just been proper interesting. Like broadly speaking, you know, the interactions are pretty light. That you know, it's walking around, selecting dialogue options, and you know, little actions and stuff. There's some um, like mini games which are fine. Yeah, I was about to say what the thing yeah. that got me was because the stuff we the first time I saw this was at the Nintendo Indie Showcase. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. And I was like, this looks really cool, mm-hmm. but. 
I just assumed it was just a narrative game. And then when mm. I saw the launch trailer, I was like, this just seems packed with like cool little mini games. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, there's, I've seen quite a few already and they you know, they're all like, none of them are amazing. Um, but obviously they're all like a couple of minutes here and there. And it's just like a li- nice little diversion. Um, there's one <laughs> where you, um, you're hanging out with this girl at a campsite and it's like, um, she has a, like a trumpet um and she just gets you to play it along to the radio and you can't play it so you you end up basically with this little um sort of rhythm action mini game sort of where it's just really hard to control but that's the point because you're <laughs> terrible at it and she's just laughing her ass off the entire time you're playing and it's just really good so you, like it's funnier to sort of try and do it well but you just can't um so yeah so there's stuff like that where it's just you can't really win or anything it's just like an amusing little interaction nice little bit of story um so yeah i'm i'm really keen to crack on with it um i i mean i'm playing it on pc like switch would definitely be uh, the, the way forward i think um just because it'd be a really nice yeah, game to dip I, in and out well, of that point, I don't, I don't, their performance, performance wasn't great on that oh really yeah. uh, that's a shame because um, yeah, i want to play it on the switch but then maybe i'll just wait for the other the other versions because Sean. um yeah i heard there's a bit of performance issue mm. with that how how long is like a, a run as it were of this like how long does each each one take so both of mine have been about an hour each okay um and i i mean i don't are you know... playing as a new character every time or is it time yeah sorry yeah so every time you escape um it's then like it then cuts to it's like really nicely done um cuts to like a news report about like oh you know more teenagers are going missing um it's like you know here's the like the latest report so then it'll come up with like three characters for you to choose from um and it'll sort of say like you know they're not sort of wildly different like you get skills and stuff that carry over between runs and then each um when you start a new run it'll be like like right here's you know gender age how much money they've got how much health they've got and like you know whether they're currently hitchhiking or they're on a bus or oh and how far they are from the border as well so there's some that actually just start way closer than others um which is interesting because I'm not yet sure. Yeah, so I don't know what the implication is there, whether it's like, look, you'll finish the run quicker, but there'll be fewer encounters on the way. So maybe early on it's better to get more encounters, you know? Yeah. Or yeah, or maybe just thinking, well, I've only got half an hour, so I'll pick one that's already halfway there, you know? Um, Or maybe, maybe, um, you know, it's a way of limiting how quickly you can unfold uh, unfold one character's plot. Yeah, possibly, yeah. 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 Um, That's interesting. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's like the the dialogue is not amazing, the acting's not brilliant, but as I say, the sort of the writing in the the scenario in general um holds it up, I think. There's this um like yeah, this really interesting thing of um, you know, obviously being a, a kid who's trying to escape the country, it's assumed you are not supportive of the shitty right-wing government, but there's this sort of ongoing discussion with other characters about like whether you support the you know sort of supposed terrorist group or whether you be- like still believe in democracy and like you have conversations with people and you get the choice between like oh yeah you know we like we need to fight back and rise up or or like oh you know I can't wait for election day and we're going to vote it's going to be great and it's and some people think that you know voting is really naive and and others think that you know violence is never the answer and at the moment it's not sort of like it's not steering me one way or the other. It's not sort of implying that there is going to be a a like definite answer by the end, and I don't think there will be. Um, but it's so, just yeah, yeah, just it's, an interesting discussion. It's it's not going for like a perfect ending or whatever. It's just whatever ending you 
feel that you're comfortable with. Tell, yeah, like yeah. it's it, it really doesn't seem to be like I think it, it's, the, the the writing's been nuanced enough that I think if it sort of ended with like oh and it turns out the freedom fighters were the right decision that would be sort of disappointing <laughs> you know yeah, um, yeah. or or the or the other you know it's it, I think it's it's not really going to try and offer a definitive answer and i think that's and it'd be ballsy to say oh i think that the, the fascists are the right decision that, <laughs> yeah, that actually, might yeah, not yeah. work right yeah they had it right the whole time we should never have should never have got involved <laughs> Should, shouldn't, um, shouldn't, question them. <laughs> shouldn't the question our betters you know so. yeah, yeah absolutely um so yeah yeah really enjoying it really interesting good game uh, like how it. many characters are how many how many runs do you think you'll have to do before you see the whole story again i've no idea it's sort of um on the the title screen it's sort of uh the there's like a bar that's like so here's the you know the start of the game and then here's election day um and i think it looks like it's about eight or nine runs before you get to election day so i don't know how that works i don't know if it's like you can get to election day and completely fuck it and have to start again or um or what but um yeah excited to find out cool fantastic and, and so Sounds it's on switch pc um, yeah, so I want to play yeah, this game. PC, but yeah, is it, is it definitely might, coming you to know, other it, it, platforms? Or? Yeah, it, it it might have been patched, so I need yeah. to check the latest patch notes on the Switch to see if the performance has been improved. Hopefully, it mm. has because uh, I really want to play this game. Yeah, fingers crossed. And the, I mean, it's reviewed really well, hasn't it? So hopefully, it's done well enough to justify ongoing support and ports to other platforms and stuff. So fingers crossed. Cool. Anything uh, else? Yeah, the only other thing is I've finished Control. Oh, finished awesome. it. Woo. Finished it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the ending was a bit abrupt. I thought. Um, really, but, I thought it was the, the opposite. But the Maybe journey on the well, this is. I, I say the ending. It's it's the whole sort of final chapter or two is is brilliant. I just found the actual sort of final cutscene like oh, and then we did it, and that's it. That's that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I. But yeah, that that run up to the ending, I thought was absolutely fantastic. The like the ashtray maze, which everyone goes on about, yeah, like was brilliant. But like compared to, like you know, when you go to the foundation before that, like I thought that was just as cool. Um, but I don't know, maybe that's just me. Um, yeah, I just felt it just felt like so such a contained area that like Astro Maze and the fact that at the beginning you're like how how does it even work and then yeah. you learn how it works and the music kicks in it felt like such <laughs> a fantastic <music>. set piece. <laughs> yeah, um, no, it like don't get me wrong, it was a great bit. I was just there was so many great bits before and after it as well. You know, um, yeah. The problem is you've gone into it hearing everyone rave about this particular part of the game. Yeah, is it? So mm. it, there's always a natural feeling to go. Come on then, <laughs> let's see. Well, yeah, that good. So uh, yeah, no, really glad I, I finished it. I'm not gonna like go around doing all like post game stuff. I mean, I've got the fucking whatever it is, Turbo Collector's Edition, the re release. Um, so I've got all the DLC. Is that? Do you know if that's particularly worth delving into, Matt? I don't know. I've, I've never. I, I love the game, but I I never tried a DLC. Um, okay. So I, I don't know how much there is. I mean, do you know how? Are was it two episodes, major or? i think there's like two major expansions there was because one of them's the alan wake one i was gonna say i know one of them focused on the alan, alan wake yeah, stuff yeah i never played alan wake so i don't they, know if i'd be I missing mean, out they also modified the game quite a lot i think like especially like the ending part and everything because when when i played it it was horrible the end of that game i remember yeah i yeah, hated it yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. uh, but then apparently it's much better now i mean i i had 
like loads of assists turned on by the end because I was just loving the story and the environments and just wanting to get through it really. But yeah, good game that. It's like definitely for cool. what I paid for, you know, when it because it was on sale on the Xbox. Um, so yeah, getting to play that Series S version for like, I can't remember, it was like fifteen quid or something. Yeah, proper good. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. To, I'm, I'm sure there'll be a sequel of sorts. I'm excited to see yeah, what, what happens. Say, yeah, it, even the ending's the sort end. of not ambiguous, but yeah, there are things to be resolved. So yeah, it'd be really cool to see if they do another one. Maybe we'll see it at the Sony event on Thursday. Maybe. Does Maybe. it do that bit? Wait, does it do that thing where you beat the last bad guy and then there's the credits and then after the credits you see the bad guy's hand and it moves a little bit and then it goes to the black <laughs> screen? Does it do that? No. You know, it, it's, yeah, it's, like the, it's like the Terminator, the hand comes up the lava, <laughs> thumbs up. Like, <laughs> Why are you the smash you? Uh, I, I've kind of like the end kind <laughs> okay. of did my nothing because as much as I love the game. I think I, I was playing it like very incredibly late on like a Saturday night and I was like I think it's going to end soon I think it's going to end soon I think it's going to end soon and when it's like 3 30 in the morning and I know like LED is going to wake up in like there 3 or 4 a, hours I'm like are you talking how about is this trend going? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about control oh, okay. there is yeah there's a, there is sort of towards the end isn't there it's when you're trying to find the projector and it's like oh it's in this place ah oh, no ha, no it isn't no it's been moved ah no it's actually here no, no it's actually here like, fuck off Oh, yeah, fucking how's Mario this, Brothers how's did this that, still didn't going? they? <laughs> fucking hell, <laughs> they did. In another fucking... <laughs> uh, okay, that's probably enough on control. Should we uh, move over to Matt? Yeah, so I've... I've um, it's been a busy week, but I only played one game, and I've been playing Lake, which mm. um, is out on everything, I, I think. I don't know who the developer is, but Lake is, um, is a really interesting I game. I only saw this for the first time in the week. I think Sean put the trailer up in the, in the thing. It looked... It looks incredible. <laughs> Was this? Hang on, yeah, is so, this the delivery one? Yeah, yes, yeah. right. Ah. Okay. So I can't remember where I first <laughs> saw. Are this. you talking about Death Stranding? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> God no. I can't remember what, 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 if there's like an event or something that showed off this, but or maybe it got maybe it's an E3 thing. Anyway, I, I knew about this a while a while back, and then yeah, it, it came out uh, last week or maybe the week before. It's not on Game Pass. It's a game you actually have to pay money for. So that was a shock well, instantly. Forget it then. But um, that, on... that was pretty much what I did though, Sean. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I was like, I'm well up for this. I'm well up for this. Is it on Game Pass? James said, yes, it is. And then Matt had to stand, step in and yeah, go. Yeah, because I was, no, no, I was sure it was on one of those showcases that at Microsoft do. And on those, it's almost like everything's on Game Pass. So I just assumed, you know. <laughs> no, no. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, so then I saw that it was £16 and I was like oh yeah well we'll see it's been a, it's a tough month it is a very tough month God, or, what, so what do you yeah. think so um, it's a narrative game very much like in a Life is Strange style you, you uh, are Meredith Weiss you're like mid, mid 40s woman who's got a busy job at um, I think she's a computer programmer it's set in the 80s as well so like 1980. 1986 she works in a big city she's like overworked overstressed she's got like a pushy pushy boss and so she takes a two-week holiday from her regular life and she goes to back to her hometown uh called providence oaks i think it's called that probably yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. providence oaks um she goes back there and basically does her dad's um uh postman uh work because her her mum and uh, her mum and dad go away for a two-week holiday Meredith's like, you know, I'll tell you what, I'm going to have a, a, a time away from the city and I'll just go back to my old my old town. 
now which is weird works, right I, I, I don't yeah. know because so i played the the demo of this which is surprisingly long um and i'm i am looking forward to playing the full game but yeah the fact she's just like oh yeah i can just sort of step in and do my dad's job for two weeks yeah do you know what i did that when i was a paper boy <laughs> um I, my brother was giving up his paper round and i was at the age where i needed a paper round so i just walked into the shop and said just to let you know my brother's not doing the uh the, the paper round anymore <laughs> and the, the news agent was like right and they went i'm doing it <laughs> and they went okay then and that's how i got my first <laughs> paid job <What laughs> so it does happen yeah. so did but you go is... in wearing like a leather jacket You're like hey new, <laughs> yeah. new guy here who turner no david turner i'm doing the paper didn't even weeks. ask for an interview or ask for the job i told him i was taking over <laughs> no references or anything <laughs> Just you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knocked a I knocked a um a little uh, shelf of crisps over to sort of just threaten him. Yeah, <laughs> and say look, do you want protection? Like, yeah, hey, look, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, I'll deliver the papers. You can be fourteen quid a week. I lost the accent. <laughs> by the end of it. Um, yeah. I wonder how much pay. I wonder what well, one our paper round's still going. Two, I wonder how much they pay now. I, I mean, there was, I went through illegal, a period in the. There was a period in the like the early noughties where there was like like nineteen and twenty year old kids, kids, men doing it, and I just thought you're not supposed to be doing a paper round. That's for. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's incredibly judgmental, but at the same time, that was supposed to be for kids that were being wildly abused for pennies of hours of work. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it was. It was hard work. I used to deliver the new shopper. And I got paid virtually nothing. It was, it was, and it was like a whole morning's I know, work. But Christmas was good though, wasn't it? Oh yeah, You'd the knock tips. On the door. Hello. Yeah, Christmas Eve or whatever. Go, Merry Christmas from your paper boy. <laughs> <laughs> they go, oh, there you go, mate. Merry Christmas, oh. Mrs. Smith. I can barely afford <laughs> yeah. turkey for oh, the family well, this bloody Christmas. Oh, I, do, I, do I tell? Do I tell the story? I think I've told it before. I don't need to tell. I don't think Miss was listening. I was a paper boy the, for when Princess Diana died, and it was horrible going to old people's houses, delivering them the news. I just remember the old lady standing at her gate waiting for me to arrive, and looking at me in the eye as I was coming. This is traumatic, man, because I must have been God knows where I was young, and she yeah, just yeah, went, you were nineteen. <laughs> yeah, she went. Is she dead? And I went, yeah. And I gave her the paper, and she burst into tears. It was it was awful, awful. Um, sorry. Anyway, I don't know why that cropped into my it's mind. It's a lake. dark, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, lake. Lake. Yeah, yeah. lake. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll, go, I'll start off by saying there's no Princess Diana mentions in this game because it's the set. Okay. Well, she was still in that case. I'm out about, um, was she? But yeah, but so basically, yeah, the the, the, the premise is you're there for two weeks. Uh, there is that is the story. The story comes about. By you going on your father's mail round and meeting the various residents of the town. Um, there's actually the gameplay of this is day starts and then you get you literally you know walk to your 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 mail van and you 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 drive around you drive around this this small little I mean I don't know America much but I'm gonna say backwater American town. Um, What's and you, you mean I don't know it's like one horse town. Middle, yeah, just sort okay. of middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. middle America, uh, 
you know, just whatever. But yeah, but so you literally drive around. You have like a list of um, the parcels you have to deliver, and 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 the, the post you have to deliver for parcels. You have to get out of the van, go back to the, go to the back of the van, find the right address, and then go to the door of the address you're delivering to. And then you might knock on. Maybe they'll be there. Maybe you'll have a conversation. Maybe you'll start saying, oh, "Okay, so you know, hey, I'm back in town for a couple of weeks. I used to live here." You know, my, my, my dad's away. Oh, and then, oh, did you used to do this? And I'm like, yeah, I used to, you know, I used to do this. And okay. And then, so then you'll go away. And then for the post, you just go, you just deliver the post, you, the mail, the letter into the post box. You don't get to meet anyone there. But, um, and then basically, how, yeah, a list of five or so parcels, five or so letters. You do that, go back to the, uh, the post office in a day, and then that's it. And, but basically, the story kind of comes about, yeah, just because, Every day you're meeting, uh, you know, a lot of the same people, or you're going to different people, or maybe you've delivered, um, you've spoke to someone a couple of times, and they're like, "Oh, actually, my cat's ill. Can you take my cat to this person <laughs> over here?" And you're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah go of on." Course. Um, Stand a video game. A, a lot of these conversations, you have options. So you can be a total twat about it, or you can be really nice. Um, <laughs> in in fact, fuck actually. Your cat. <laughs> well, no, no. So I haven't, um, I haven't watched Limmy stream for ages. But apparently, he's streaming this, and apparently, he's been like an absolute idiot. So I can't <laughs> wait to go back and watch, watch what he, you know, him being a total twat to everyone. Um, I reckon this would be quite a funny game to stream because, yeah. Anyway, um, okay, fine. But but what's is the story interesting, or is it literally just busy work? Um, well, so I, I'm finding it fantastic just doing the work, meeting people, you know, kind of understanding a little bit about their life and and just going going along doing that like there, there isn't basically a big story that's appearing that there's that there isn't that uh, is the twist that every package is like class a drugs and I, you know i'm <laughs> wondering whether you the, just get arrested i'm wondering whether the twist is that they're microsoft with all points and that's why matt's really into this you know it's just like <laughs> doing busy work to just get points and stuff well, actually well no I mean, so this game has no edge whatsoever like, i i don't think there will be a twist that there was a murder or actually you're doing this or it's all like a dream i it's I just it's really dark a, a really calm slice of life in middle america where you're just delivering delivering parcels you're meeting people you, you meet like you something no, no, I, I don't think there is. And actually, I'm like really taken by the fact that I don't think there is a twist. I don't think there is a big story. I don't think there is a big like, oh my God, I can't believe that. I think it's literally just a, a nice story that's told in this way. It kind of <laughs> so actually kind of right. just it feels like... Going, it, you're right. It, 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 it right. feels like... Um, <laughs> Like a, like a Sunday afternoon movie on like a random channel, or like maybe a Christmas movie. Although I haven't said that. Things Most ha- Christmas movies have a bit of an movies, edge. Though, Matt. This has got nothing. What's that? Do things happen in those movies? I, I'm not, I don't know. Things happen. It's just on a macro scale. So, like one of the people I delivered uh, delivered to, like uh, this woman came to the front door and she had like she's clearly playing with her children with something about Apollo Eleven, and then um, you're like. Oh, hang on! It's you, and it was basically like um, Meredith, the person you play, is her like her her old friend. Although I'm thinking like actually, that I think I think that maybe they were, they were, I think I think it might be like an ex partner. Um, and it's like, oh, hey, it's you, and you know I haven't seen you for twenty years. What are you doing now? Well, actually, I'm you know with this person now. It's like, oh wow, okay, this is you know, and and um, it's really nice to. <laughs> This sounds weird, man. No, no, I, I don't. I'm not, I don't want to give away too too much away. But basically, there's there's um yeah, you meet people that I think okay, you 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 must be partners or something previously, like twenty plus years ago, 
And it's it's really nice, actually. That, that I, I'm not expecting a surprise. I'm just enjoying meeting these people. And 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 the soundtrack's really good. Yeah, every time you go into the van, um, into the mail van, there's like I, what I think I assume are like kind of like uh, uh, like songs created just for this game. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're famous songs. Uh, but even even they're like quite even they're quite catchy. And I was thinking, man, there's like five there's five bloody tracks on this radio station. And then you meet the person who does like the radio show. And one of the options was like. Man, you got like five songs in a station. What the hell's happened? What what the hell's up with you? But I felt a bit felt a bit rude, so I didn't say that. And then the next option for him was like, yeah, you know, there's hardly any songs on this station. I was like, I, I should have bloody said that, but I'm trying to be really nice and not be kind of. You know, this this station's gash. What are you doing? Um, so I mean, okay. There's already been like a quite a lot of like relationship opportunities with various people you meet, um, but. But again, I'm only there for like two weeks. Like, I, I, do, I, I, do, I, I did kiss someone, sure, um, nice. and, and go for a drink with someone else. And everyone else is like, hey, lovebirds. When your dad gets your paper, gets the mail, mail round back. It's like, <laughs> hello, did you miss me? Well, no, I've been getting off with your daughter. <laughs> you <fuck laughs> I'm actually no, furious back. that you're yeah. back. The, um, yeah, like, there's a the one guy I met. I don't who, even um, need any from, from Amazon, but I'm still ordering just in case she drops by yeah, again. The, the, there's one guy I met who, who I, I think his wife must have died. He was definitely kind of implying that. Um, and then he needs some help with uh, some forms for because uh, someone's going to like, knock down some, some of the forest to build uh, apartments. Yeah, yeah. And then we like I said, I said, you know, I'll be nice. Let, let's go to the cafe and I'll talk to you about his forms and get sorted. And, and then like the woman from the cafe is like, "Hey, you love birds." I want to say, "Fuck off!" I'm just doing like something, <laughs> just doing something nice with Roger or whatever. His being name nice, is. mate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, it's totally calm. Like I hate, um, like I, I don't know why I hate this, but I hate the term cozy games. I'm not sure if you've seen, know, you know, yeah, maybe on Twitch or on Twitch. So, hey, you know, we're gonna set down some cozy games. But this is the absolute definition of a cozy game. There's no edge to it whatsoever. There's, I don't think there's going to be a, a spark of a story. I don't think there's going to be a twist. I don't think there's going to be like a murder or anything. It's just literally going around in a in a in a, a lovely environment. It, it's it's an indie game, so there's obviously like there's corners have been cut. It's not like the world's best looking game, you know. It, it the the, the, the uh, kind of the way you drive the car is kind of basic. You can't even smash the car up. Like uh, <laughs> basically, you, you meet a mechanic. It's not GTA. And she's really into like tinkering <laughs> and fixing cars. I'm like, okay, clearly. I can probably like drive this truck into trees, and after a while, she'll be like, "Hey, the, car, the, the van's fucked. I'll fix it for you." But no, I I tried to drive straight into the lake. Um, nothing happens, sadly. That's like, yeah, this game's great. Nothing happens. Also, I was desperate enough for an exciting event. That I tried to fucking crash. Yeah, the van. So like, you know, I'm st- I'm driving on the right side of the road. You I'm slowing down. Yeah. yeah, well, I, I just thought, you know, what what are the boundaries of the game? And then I thought, you know, no, I'm just going to be <laughs> straight and narrow. I'm, I'm not going to speed. And then uh, now I'm like, okay, if I hit that car, what happens? Nothing happens. If you try and run someone over, the car just slows <laughs> this down. Fascinating. So, so you, so you can't actually do anything. But you know, but you I, can't actually do anything just because like no, there's no consequences like for anything, <laughs> which is good. That, Matt, if there's no consequences at all for any of these things you're doing, doesn't that kind of break the illusion though? Of it, of it being like this sort of like well, surely, surely it'd be a bit no, weird no. if it was just this chill game where it's like, oh, by the way, but if you have a big collision with another car, it's like, <laughs> yeah, but it's oh, you died, and so, so did the family of four you crashed into. Yeah, but it's even you get three stars, and the police come after you. It's even no, it weirder if you're like, like smashing into stuff and no one's saying anything. That's just odd. No, 
No, he needs. He needs yeah, the, op, the, the opposite as Sean mentioned will be insane. What is that? Blood routed blood all over the mail van. Like, hey, I'm here to <laughs> fix your cat. No, no, it has to be like Matt, this. Um, I mean, but yeah, if anyone uh, listens Sean, to this, is after. Are you expecting Sean? Are you expecting Matt to come on next week and say, oh, oh, "No, actually, everyone did got murdered." <laughs> and yeah. now I'm, and and now I'm fully trying to piece the murder. Okay. <laughs> yeah. the murderer is. That would well, be because it's because there incredible. is a. Just from the demo, there, there seemed to be a bit of a sort of ongoing thing of so Meredith's still getting hassled by her job, right? She's on she's on leave for two weeks, but then she's still getting like calls from her boss, being like, yeah, "Oh yeah, we just need boss. you to do like look at these documents or whatever." Yeah, um, and you can choose whether or not to do it, can't you? And there seems to be this sort of like, oh, does she actually prefer? Um, just yeah, just doing the mail round. But it was oh, no, a bit it's weird. totally that. Like this is basically the Christmas movies, or you know, the afternoon <laughs> Sunday movies, or level daytime movies, oh, where it's movie. like it, it's it's the the big shot in the city. And what's a Michael J. Fox? Um, is a doc? Is a doc Hollywood or something? What's a Michael J. Fox movie where it's like a doctor oh, crashes through like the white picket fence in like a one horse town, and then. Does that ring a bell? I never done that. I think it's Doc Hollywood. Don't matter. But this is exactly that kind of movie where it's like she's a big shot in the city and she's come to a small town. She'll hate it. Oh no, wait, hang on. She's falling in love with that person. Actually, she does That's like cars. The... But then That's cars. That's cars. That's cars. Yeah. But it's that. It I found I mean, again, this is just in the demo, so I don't know how it plays out in the full game. I I did find it a bit weird. Like the fact that yeah, so she's come from a you know a big job in the city and she's come back to a quaint little town and she's just like oh yeah, do you know what? Like being a you know doing deliveries and stuff is just really chill and nice actually. Whereas I mean I don't I don't think any people who actually work for Royal Mail or do you know in the courier industry <laughs> would really really feel that's a fair that. assessment. Oh yeah yeah, so brilliant. Someone who you know earns fucking eighty grand from doing computer programs just sort of turns up and yeah. does my job for two weeks and like oh actually this is this is better isn't it. <laughs> Yeah, Brian. Um, Brian it, it reminded who lives me a bit at number of... forty six has wanted this job for ages, but you've just strolled back and said, <laughs> yeah. "Nope, my job." Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm a big city girl. My job now. <laughs> you know um, the Alan Part. You know Alan Partridge's Scissor Dial. You seen? Yeah, yes. yeah. You know when yeah, he, when he works in the supermarket for a bit, and he's like, "Oh, actually, I'm brilliant at this." <laughs> it so re- reminded me of that a bit. <laughs> but, yeah. but I'm right, lover. Yeah, come on. Then yeah, he starts like chatting to him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> felt felt a bit like that, which is unfair. End. But it just, yeah, just this idea that it's like, oh, actually, I'm sort of above this, but it's quite nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, she doesn't no, give off I don't that, know, man. That I'm vibe. fully committed to the fault that this is actually a horror game. It's going to turn out of nowhere, and <laughs> by not, the end of the year, is Meredith is going to be. That's the thing. Meredith's going to be. Meredith's going to be the new DBD uh, <laughs> monster. <laughs> I can yeah, see it happening. You have, um, as you meet people and doing all your standard deliveries, they'll say, hey, um, it'd be cool if you did this, or could you do this by that time, and so on and mm. so forth. And you have a, a journal of tasks to do as well. We might say, hey, you know, uh, tonight you're you're meeting this person for drink, or you're doing this karaoke, or whatever it is. And uh, But the trouble is, when you're in the middle of a conversation, you can't check your journal. And right. um, so mm. I might have said, yeah, I'll, I'll do that, cool. And then you do some other deliveries. And someone's like, hey, um, do you want to meet up a drink? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't remember if I agreed. I can't remember if I agreed <laughs> to do that thing tonight. And then um, 
And one of the That's nights, quite realistic, though. If no, someone no, no, comes it, up it's to you and says, good, do you want to do this on Saturday, you don't get your diary out, do you, and start going through it? Like, cause that's no, because I don't, I don't live in Victorian times. Diary. Um, <laughs> no. This is the uh, 80s, though. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. But, uh, but and, and, and I was like, oh, no. And then um, I agreed to... Um, to help my boss with work, yeah, I mean, it, it, I like that aspect. It's clearly like you're you're trying to get away from life, and then and yet your boss keeps ringing you about this like big multi yeah, multi million dollar deal, and mm. he's like, hey, would you mind looking at the paperwork? I'll post it to you, obviously because it was the eighties, and then you read it and you post it back. Um, but he's doing that almost every day, and then I I said, yeah, I'll probably do that, but I also agreed to go on like a date with someone else, uh, this, this girl from the video shop. Um, and, so is uh, your boss money laundering then? Is that where the plot's going? <laughs> no, I, I, don't, so. I don't know. It's just, you know, um, the, the boss needs so your the help. the boss of the mailroom needs your help no, with no, multi-million no. dollar... No, 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 no. no, 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 no. This is your home. boss from your job in the city yeah, yeah, where you're right, a, a okay. computer programmer. All right. Yeah, but um, okay. there, there's a night. I'm like, Hang on, I think I've got, I think I've got both things to do. And like, what, what the hell am I going to do? Do it yourself. Um, I've got some parcels to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, well, I, and um, so I had to check the paperwork that evening. But I went out for a drink, and then the next day I got a phone call from them saying, hey, "Have you done the paperwork?" And I'm like, oh, "I haven't, haven't done it yet." And he he seemed annoyed with me, and I felt really, really bad. I felt really <laughs> bad. And then another night, I'd also forgotten. Like I'd also previously agreed to go out and like a karaoke or something and then the woman with all the cats she's like you know i really need to go out and do things but i, I need someone to look after my cats and i had to say to her i've saw i've got plans and i felt dreadful because i've been trying to be Why? so nice to everyone but this yep. is the first person i had to actually look down say, look, i can't you can't I feel can't. dreadful about that yeah but she was like well i'll go inside and someone, rock a bit like, or, for the I first think time said, and then saying i want to go out can you look after all my cats the yeah no, but, be, anyway. no but no um <laughs> i really enjoyed kind of Meeting various people, there's clearly a lot of history with Meredith going back to her old town and meeting, you know, former lovers, friends, you know, people who knew her back then. And um, there's, I, I really love that. And, and yeah, I, after the first in-day games, I'm like, okay, how, what's the story? Where's this happening? And realizing, realizing, hang on, no, there is no story. The story is meeting the people. And it's not, oh, there's a murdered solve or here's a twist. I'm actually I really, really surprisingly enjoying the fact that, no, it's just a nice, relaxing game with none of that edge, none of that stuff that every other bit of media, every movie, you know, game, book, film, whatever, they all have like, well, actually, it's about this or it's a topic about this or it's like, it looks about life. No, it's actually just like a, a, a unfortunately, it's a cosy, relaxing game where you're learning about what it's like to go back to your old town for two weeks and so, see Matt, what Middle America's like. Would you be furious then if it ended up that there was some big story or whatever that were going to be picked out from this? I wouldn't be furious, but I would be like, disappointed because I feel like when I was today, I was thinking, why don't more games do this? Why don't more games basically? Because think... it sounds incredibly dull. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like every game has, you know, has like, its edge or whatever. But like, why isn't there like a market for like? Just essentially Sunday afternoon movies. There, there is, there is, Matt. They're called cozy games, and you seem dead against that there's, idea. There's loads of them as well now. I mean, do you remember there was that? Um, what was it during? Not E3 or what? what you know, they had, what was it called? They were called like wholesome games. They had like the whole wholesome yeah, yeah. games segment. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, Animal Crossing. Exactly. Yeah. There's been loads of people bought stuff mm. like that. Yeah, I guess I don't know, but this I guess because it's like set in the eighties and it's like very much like hey, you're in there, you're there for two weeks, you're back to your hometown. It feels very much like one of those movies 
with that it does exactly this. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, like I said, I haven't finished it. I'm I'm right near the end of the second week, so I think I'm very close to the end. Who knows if there be a big twist and it was all a dream. Um, and I wake up in like a mental hospital. Hospital. I don't know. So I, I don't think so. And I will be disappointed if something suddenly flipped. And actually, yeah, I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. It's basically like Life is Strange, but I, I like the fact that there is actually some gameplay where you're delivering the parcels and you're, you know, driving around the big lake. I'm enjoying it. Right. Okay. Does, does this seem like well, so any of you? I, I would love to see one of you guys. I mean, I know you've played the demo, Sean, but mm. I, I know we all enjoy Life is Strange. So I'd love to see all of us play it and see what you think. That how? Uh, yeah, I, mean, no, I, need, I, I need to stream it by the sounds of it. I'm I've just got no money it. this yeah, month, so yeah, yeah. I think I might have to do. Yeah, no, I, that. I, I think. I mean, I've laughed out loud a few times when I might have done something incorrect or or done <laughs> the wrong thing, but the, you, you could definitely have a bit of fun with this on stream. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Limmy does. No doubt he'll destroy it. <laughs> Cool. All right. Should we get on to questions? Yeah, yes. as soon as I... Hang on, let me turn my iPad back on, because... <laughs> it's like me, it went to sleep. Is what that what you're saying, Sean? a professional. I mean, I didn't go to sleep, uh, but I am... I did mention to James before we started recording, I've been quite poorly this week, and I am lying on the sofa um, as we record this. Do you remember when I tried that on stream once, and then... The- <laughs> The whole fucking microphone landed on my face. Oh my god! Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, good times. Good times. Questions seamlessly into the questions section. If you want to contact us, go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. Corey says, "Hey everyone, after being slightly disappointed with twelve minutes after it absolutely shat the bed in the gameplay department, I went to check out Anna (laughs) Perma's movies." Uh, I watched Sorry to Bother You, which is the most batshit insane movie I've ever seen, uh, but also weirdly recommendable to everyone I speak to. Uh, have any of you guys checked out Annapurna's movies? And if so, what did you think of them? Have a great day. Absolutely love the show. And you guys make my week that much brighter. Cheers, Corey. Oh, um, cheers. I have no, no, I've got no idea that I did these, that. but maybe I'll have a yeah, look. Well, they were a, uh, yeah, they were a film um, studio before yeah, first, the game yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I haven't. Nah. That- no, no okay. I mean, um, a lot of people kind of compare Annapurna or Annapurna Interactive to someone like A24, and I love A24, mm. uh, but no, I haven't seen Annapurna's movies. Maybe we should. Maybe one F- to future, check out. future talk's over. <laughs> Sometimes the answer to a question can simply be no. No. And then we move on <laughs> to Joseph King. He says, a couple of episodes ago, Matt called J.K. Rowling what sounded Joe like... Joe King. Yeah, I wondered that. Uh, called J.K. Rowling, what sounded like a turf, as I've not heard the term before. What does it mean, and what is the context? Um, so it was T E R F, and it stands for Trans Exclusionary Exclusionary Radical Feminist, and it's basically yeah, um, people who are sort of anti-trans, uh, um, particularly in the case of um, people assigned, assigned male at birth and who've transitioned. Um, to being women because they think that it's a way for like men to get access to like women's public toilets and stuff, even though that's just not a thing. Um, so yeah, it's just basically an incredibly shitty and harmful mindset um, that unfortunately is quite prevalent. Yeah, when they talk about like women's rights and stuff, that they, they purposefully exclude uh, transgender women from that because they yeah. think it's you know it's, it's, it's different. Um, yeah. It's so yeah, very shite. They're, they're fucks. Sounds uh, like yeah. Anyway, um, 
It's a shame, and, right? Because listen. because uh, Elodie's obsessed with Harry Potter at the moment. I mean, oh, like we, we've listened to the first three books. She's got like, <laughs> the bedspread. She's got a little Harry Potter chibi like thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's obsessed with it. Um, and um, it's kind of sad on the other side. You got that aspect of it. But. Yeah, I mean, and you know, it's like it's not that you can't enjoy Harry Potter as a result, but yeah, it's oh no, just a, no, you can't. It's but just that, a shame, me, unfortunately, like, that J.K. Rowling has repeatedly, vocally voiced her support for this this mindset. Even though, like, was it basically like the entire cast of the films have all told her to shut up? But yeah, <laughs> hey ho. Um, Henge Brentforth says indeterminate number of lads. Uh, I spent 20 minutes at work yesterday trying to find that these guys made it video to show a colleague to no avail. Uh, no avail. Not sure they'll talk to me again. What's the, when's the last time you couldn't find something on the internet and how bloody annoyed that, were you? These guys, oh, these guys. Oh my God, have it. you never seen it? I was trying to find exactly I, I, the same I, I, video I, I, about I three weeks ago. It, so I do know, yeah, I do know it. But what? What? what's the context again? It's just, it's it's just like oh, it's like um, an jo- Join our WhatsApp group and we'll show you how to make a shitload of money. Barely, That's it, barely yeah, no, oh yeah, easily. god, yeah, that, that is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was trying to find the same video join and I was group. typing like Cami Toman or yes. like Mutiny guys, Cami Mutiny. I I I don't. I guess I didn't remember like the core like catchphrase. I was, I was trying to find it for ages for some stupid reply, which you know, I gave up on. Yeah, so yeah, it's you, fucking you, you easy. Alone. Yeah. My one's easy. I really want... If anyone knows where this is, please send it to me. I really want to find the original Kickstarter video for Polygon. Because... Oh, my God. Do you remember yeah. that? That would yeah. be so easy it to find. So, I've looked for it. I've looked for it. I can't find it. I must admit, I haven't gone out of my way for it. But I really want to see that again because I remember that being so incredibly cringy that I uh, wasn't there a bit where one of the McElroy brothers was playing a guitar to his wife you found it already can you put it in the group chat please because I want to watch that tonight my favourite bit of that was the tattooing that was that was great (laughs) it was it's a really bad video that (laughs) I I found it that took like one second David but I googled like Polygon Kickstarter video and I couldn't find it it wasn't a Kickstarter they didn't didn't have a Kickstarter they just like well that'd be that then no, I basically, yeah, it, it's the story of Polygon. That's why I couldn't find it. <laughs> the story of Polygon. And yeah, it's, it's definitely that reset, one where he gets the, the guitar story of and stuff. Right, okay, right, okay, cheers. You are the worst at Googling. I just literally Googled Polygon. <laughs> I, I know it's sponsored by IBM, but yeah, it's like, it right, like okay, Kickstarter. Matt, but we've just established, I thought it was a Kickstarter thing, so that's where I went wrong, and that's why I couldn't find it. So <laughs> that was the problem there, wasn't it? But just, oh, original Polygon launch video was a search phrase, unbelievable. Um, yeah. That I mean, I haven't watched that since that day, but that was a bad one. That was a bad one. <laughs> it was very bad. Uh, mine would have to be Amazing Boy Bob, a.k.a. RLB, a.k.a. Rob Loves Boobs. Have heard of you guys ever seen this? No. no. Oh, my God. It's basically... Um... Why does Rob Loves Boobs... Why does that stick in my head? Maybe I have seen this. So, basically, it was this kid who, I mean, looks about, like, 10 or something... And it's basically the most incredible, like, takedown of lad culture <laughs> that you could ever possibly imagine. It's just this kid, he's wearing, like, this this plaid shirt. He's, like, drawn this beard on his face. And oh, he's just, of course, yeah, yeah, and yeah I just, do know this. Yeah, yeah and he's just making this. up a song about getting pissed and, and pulling birds and stuff. <laughs> and it's fucking this. amazing. There's like a, there's like a remix on YouTube, but it's not as good. Oh, brilliant! Um, Don't go to image search and search Rob Love's boobs because that, yeah, okay, yeah, fine. Because <laughs> I mean, because the best part is so he, um, yeah, so 
yeah, he calls himself RLB. But like, and during the song at several points, he's going, RLB, RLB. And for ages, we thought he was shouting Oral B. As in the. <laughs> like, why does he keep shouting Oral B? And then, yeah, and like, in one of the comments fan. at one point, he clarified it's, yeah, RLB, which stands for Rob Loves Boobs. And, um,. <laughs> And it was basically, so it wasn't him that uploaded it. It was like his sister's, it's like his older sister's That's account. because right, he was doing this on like, like, oh, I'm looking at videos of it now. Yeah. yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah so yeah, basically, it's like, although it's shit that I can't watch it anymore, he's obviously made the decision he doesn't want them on the internet anymore. So fair oh, they're enough. they're on the internet. You what, sorry? They're on the internet. Are they? It's the, the originals, not not like remixes of people. On, have Daily done. Motion. Yeah, Day- I think they're Daily on Daily Motion. Motion. Fucking hell. Still going. Listen. You can get fish with up. We can have a rave. <laughs> gonna party. Gonna party. <laughs> I'm gonna smoke a beer. I'm gonna smoke a beer. <laughs> 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 it's yeah, fucking okay, amazing, yeah. honestly. Like I sort okay. of like as I say, obviously he's well within his rights. Um like to, you know, if he doesn't want them on the internet anymore, he's not comfortable with it, then he's absolutely within his rights to have it all pulled down. But I want him to know that it's legitimately amazing stuff. <laughs> yeah, I've just James, you've not seen this, I assume. Go and have a look at the picture that I've just posted in the group chat. <laughs> I'll take a look, yeah, because I've never heard of this. This is um yeah, this is completely new to me. Remember, this is a young <laughs> lad trying to take the piss out of lad culture. <laughs> so good. Oh yeah, I remember that. <coughs> yeah. What were they? So when I when I first met Sam White, one of the like one of the things we bonded was, was, like was, was RLB. <laughs> And we we met at EGX and we like saw each other from a distance and we just about start start going, come on, babe, let's go to the club. I'll get the drinks in. What is what is that on his face? It's got a beard, beard, beard. He's drawn a beard with felt tip pens. <laughs> Completely real. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's mine. Amazing boy, Bob. Okay, absolute legend. Cool. Anyone else? Well, no. I, I just that same video. But speaking about um, people who make videos when they're younger, they have to try and get removed. Mm. Every year, I post the same video of this guy going is singing the "It's Christmas" song. We listen to that every year, Matt. Thanks to yeah. you. It's it's, yeah. it's <laughs> Christmas. You know, it's an amazing track. Um, but that can't. I can't remember what that, that kid's called. But anyway, he Got he to be Andrew. He, Got to be Andrew, of course. Got to be Andrew. He like deleted his like YouTube. Tried to delete all the videos, but oh, it's still did there. He really. Yeah, and but like Godfrey Andrews is now like an iOS developer, and it was a few years ago, and I'll I'll tweet him saying like, hey, oh no, saying it's Christmas, this video is still incredible. Obviously, <laughs> obviously no response because he does not want to be remembered as the guy yeah. who did that. What some would call embarrassing video, but for me, it's literally a Christmas tradition in my house and and Facebook. Um, and yeah, it's kind of sad how he's you know he, he wants to just totally distance himself from. Is genuinely one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time. Um, <laughs> got to be Andrew. It's Christmas. What a what a track. What what a video. What a song. Cool. Uh, SMW's asked about predictions for the Sony E three thing, but we've already sort of done that. So yep. we'll end. Should have been cut. With Maria Mendiate says, "Dear TCGS Collectors Edition, uh, last week's nuanced discussion of the art design in Psychonauts two demonstrated how games with an unconventional look might put some players off." I especially remember this being the case when Dishonored received criticism for its characters, which looked eerily like the cast of Spitting Image. However, character models on the cloying side of this issue, like my boy Mr. Driller, seem to have also been rejected for their looks. With this in mind, if you had to design a TCGS co-mascot by committee, what would it look like? 
keep doing the game's mascot. A mascot? Work. Like, what are we talking? A mascot like a football <coughs> team mascot? Well, yeah, just, yeah. just like a character anything, that is, like, is our character. Yeah, but what are we talking? Yeah, but I mean, it's a big difference if it's like just a piece of art or it's someone in a costume. Well, surely it's, it starts it? as a piece yeah, of art the and then make Whether a costume. Whether it's art or costume. Yeah. Okay. It can be both. Right. But so, but what I'm saying is that it's got to be somewhat grounded. Then it can't just be a concept. <laughs> no, I don't think it has to be grounded. We'll we'll make it work as a costume. It's got to be a giraffe, then, isn't it? Well, because you like giraffes. Yeah, just because you, yep. you like giraffes. <laughs> Correct. Because I like giraffes. Okay. Sorry, is there a counter argument to that? Yeah, so no like giraffe, was... a dead yeah. giraffe. <clears throat> what? <laughs> Man. How about that? <laughs> Stick that up your pipe and smoke a beer. Can it be a? How? Can it be a giraffe what a with a? Dickhead. Can it be a giraffe with a little red panda hanging out on its neck? What do you mean? Looks like red, like red pandas. Well, the, uh, sure. Cool. Uh, sure, we could do that. Yep. Does anyone else want to add an animal? Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like beer, so let's have a giraffe drinking a beer. Okay, drinking a beer—that's Matt's contribution. Okay. James, James, what do you like? Can it be wearing like a um, like a lobster hat? <laughs> yeah, sure, because you what? like lobster. Yeah, yeah, why not? Like a hat that's like a red okay. hat with like a lobster. That's like a lobster. Yeah. So let me just get this straight. We've come up with a beer drinking giraffe yeah. with a lobster hat and a red panda hanging around wait, 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 its neck. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Can the lobster hat have the beer cans on the side with the straw? Yeah, that, like now, it. now that is. Some top thinking. That's, it wraps it up in a massive bow, it that, does. doesn't it? Yeah. That was surprisingly Tick. easy. Well done, guys. It was, wasn't it? Oh, so right. I was going to suggest doing like a Patreon show of that, but then no need now. You know, it's, it's no. <laughs> we said we solved it. What a boring Patreon show that would have been. <laughs> three minutes long. Goodbye, everyone. See you next month. Because someone who's good at art, draw that for us. A giraffe with a lobster beer hat, yeah, and a red panda hanging around its neck, yeah. That is the official mascot. But what mascot. we need a name, and there's oh only one person that's going to be able to name it. James Farley. Uh, it's Christoph. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. It's Christoph. <laughs> the giraffe uh, with a panda around its neck and panda a beard no lobster hat. No, does the panda have a name? No. Okay. Dodie Christoph knows its name. <laughs> It will only speak to Christoph. <laughs> climbs up and whispers in his ear. Climbs up his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, what are we doing? Yeah. The, the, the panda <laughs> told him his name on the bus. And uh, <laughs> there we go. Long running secret. Okay. Uh, should we get onto the socials? Mm. Yeah, there's actually socials this week because we're oh doing stuff on Twitch. Uh, this Thursday, so tomorrow if you're listening to this podcast when it comes out, we're going to talk over the Sony... PlayStation 5 Showcase, that's live from 9, so we'll probably be live from like 10 to 9, doing a little bit of pre-show chat, and then talking over it. It's a 40-minute show, so probably done and wrapped up in bed by 10pm. Uh, so that is Thursday, yep. starting at 10 to 9. Um, on Friday, it's the long-awaited return of us on Twitch, starting with James Farley. This Friday, he's streaming Blinks the Time Sweeper live oh on Twitch gosh. from 9pm. Obviously, that's on twitch.tv slash TCGSGO. Next Thursday is another, it's the start of another new series. Hang on, hang on. No. Not next Thursday because I'm in Gran Canaria. <laughs> but in the which Thursday case, after. forget it. <laughs> but it, it's something related to Sean Bell. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're all going to try and do a bit more streaming soon. I'll say a bit more. We're doing nothing at the moment, so more. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, but it all really starts with uh, James this Friday from nine uh, streaming Blinks the Time Sweeper. If you miss it live, go to a YouTube channel and you'll find it there. But also, hey, this is a perfect time to get those Amazon Prime subscriptions <laughs> primed and ready to subscribe to us with your free monthly subscription. If you've got Amazon Prime, you've got Twitch Prime Gaming, of course. We really appreciate everyone over to us and, and our channel and subscribed when we're streaming. Um, Fridays is the Dark Horse rerun. Every Friday morning, a new episode of... The, well, no, sorry. <laughs> Every Friday morning, the old episode rerun uh, until April next year. I think we're on episode seven or eight now. I can't remember, I can't remember what's up to now. Oh, what's, uh, what's James has just hit brick wall. Oh, He's, yeah, of course, He faced the yeah. gargoyles. Next one might be not like bonfires. It. I'm not sure, but either, either way, yeah, that's that's what's going oh, that's on. It's a proper dick to that. I don't know if you've heard it back, but there's a, it, James goes, "Yeah, I'm really struggling with the gargoyles. How many do you have to face at once?" And I just instinctively said, six, six come along <laughs> at once." <isn't> it? <laughs> oh, what six? I was like, "No, I'm joking. There was only two. Just completely pointless. That <laughs> just to give him a little dig. That was it. That was all that was for. Um, I'm not a very nice person. No, it's true." Yeah, the next episode is called Jolly Cooperation. So uh, there's there we a, go. There's a tease for and a show that went out actually about five years ago. Um, that's <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we're on Patreon, as David mentioned, Patreon.com slash TCGS uh, for exclusive podcasts, live talk servers, you name it. And TCGS.co is the website for everything else, including links to our gorgeous Patreon and Discord. Sean, you're you're not here next week. No, I'm gonna be burning alive. In another country. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. With your skin, bloody yeah. old Gran Canaria. I'm, I'm More like any, I haven't bought any sunscreen yet. Sean Abernia. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> Does that work? I think no. that might work. Uh, although Sean's not here, we are being joined by Ian Lee next week. I'm so excited. He's told me that he's literally been taking notes <laughs> for, <laughs> for the show. So, so I'm pretty um, good about that because uh, I've not been on here. So... <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure he's taking notes on this one as well, mate. Don't don't you worry about that. And we're recording I mean, that I mean, one. James, please. don't be too smug, because simply by taking notes, you show more dedication than you have. <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely <laughs> true. Sure, I've just moved um, to a different country. I didn't <laughs> find That's not fair. No, 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 no. Sean, there are yeah. books in boxes that I can't be bothered to move. <laughs> um, yes, we're recording that this coming Sunday. So please... Get your questions in for Ian as soon as you can. How do you do that? It's tcgs.co forward slash tcgs, isn't it? That's the one. Get down there, send your comments in, questions in for Ian, because uh, that's going to be a very fun show. I'm looking forward to it. No offence, Sean. No offence, mate. No offence. Didn't mean that as an offence, Sean. Sorry about that, mate. I'm sure you'd rather I was here as well. Ooh, I'm not so sure about that. (laughs) Uh, We will see you next week. Thank you so much for living it. Goodbye. 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 Sorry about the reverb. Goodbye. <laughs>